0: Hello and welcome to Nintendo Pals Podcast, Episode 91. Tonight, we're talking about acquisitions, rumors of acquisitions, a bunch of games coming to the Nintendo Switch, and we're getting a little cheesy with some Splatoon 3 fan theories. All that and more. (music) My fellow Nintendo Pals, my name is Andros, and I'm one of the hosts of the Nintendo Pals Podcast, where each and every week we talk about what we're playing, Nintendo news, rumors, and community-submitted questions and topics. And I'm joined, as I'm joined each and every week, by my fellow Nintendo Pal, all-around awesome dude, Micah. Yep. (laughs) And we are also joined tonight by super special guest uh joining us from the nintendo powercast from the world of splatoon tiktok and more it's cheesy c64 welcome hey thank you thank you
1: that was really kind thank you
0: (laughs) well thank you for coming on that's really kind we've tricked you into being here and um I can't believe, it. I can't believe it worked. So he's, he's here. We're, we're going to be, we, now we have like an actual expert to talk about Splatoon. Ooh. Oh, oh so. man.
1: Hold on. You know, that's, that, mean, you that's got, a we, lot, of, we, lot of pressure there. You've got
0: all the like merch behind you. <laughs> like uh, That's not mine.
1: <laughs> I, yeah, I'm, a, I'm a fake fan.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, we appreciate you coming on either way. Uh, so yeah, if, for those that don't know yet, Why don't you introduce yourself? Where are you from? Uh, What you do, and 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 more.
1: (laughs) And more. Okay. Uh, Yeah, I'm cheesy. Uh, You might see me on the internet as cheesyc64, c h e e z y c64. Um, I'm from Denver, Colorado. Um, I was a theater student. I studied uh, acting and directing at Colorado Mesa University, and now I'm into content creation. So, uh, just kind of kind of blending the two, I guess, uh, uh, genres together, and and uh, giving myself some creativity.
0: Nice, nice, and and you do quite well at it. If you haven't checked out Cheesy C sixty four, definitely recommend his streams and, well, and uh, video you. content. It's all great. It's all great stuff to to watch. Um, and we'll of course have links to everything, f- cheesy. ...in the description of the podcast. So if you're listening to the audio version of this with the video version, just head on down to the description. You can find those links. And we have a packed show tonight. But Micah, before we do anything, I got to ask you, do you know what we're doing tonight?
2: Uh, Does it involve the world? Oh, it involves the
0: world. And we are going to try and take over the world. And we do that through five-star reviews. And we got two new anonymous five-star reviews this week. So nothing written to shout out, um, and they're anonymous, but if we could shout you out directly, we would. Thank you for the brand-new anonymous review on Apple Podcasts and also on Spotify. Um, And we also got an updated review from our good pal, Parbrand, who I think is going to have... This is going to be like one of the best episodes for Parbrand because a game that Parbrand has recommended we play in almost every review they have left was announced to be coming to Switch. (laughs) I was like, no way! (laughs) So uh, stay tuned for our news segment. But before we jump into that, um, make sure you leave us a follow if you're out on Twitch or a sub if you're over on YouTube. And a reminder that we are doing a giveaway right now if you're listening to this You probably don't have much time left to enter the giveaway because that gets done at 11.59 p.m. Pacific Time on the 28th of May. This is May. That's what month we're in. (laughs) And um, that is for a Nintendo Switch OLED. Micah, do you want to recap the giveaway real quick, what you got to do to enter? Putting you on the spot, sorry.
2: I would love to do that. Well, you can... (laughs) You can be entered, uh, in two ways by, uh, subscribing on, uh, YouTube and retweeting the Nintendo Pals B-Day hashtag.
0: Or on any social um, media, just using that hashtag. Oh yeah. yeah.
2: Or be, uh, following us on Twitch and doing the same. <laughs>
0: yep. Yep. So all you have to do is either sub on YouTube, follow on Twitch. And use that hashtag, Nintendo Pals B Day. And uh, you'll be entered in for a chance to win a Switch OLED. It's part of our two year birthday. We're entering our terrible twos, but, you know, that's also a fun time, I think. <laughs> Depends on the two year old. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's, uh, I, I have a two year old right now. It's, it's just pretty, it's pretty <laughs> great. It's pretty great. Um, Micah, before we. Jump into what we've been playing. I gotta ask, how the heck are you? What's new? What's going on with you?
2: Well, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, not too much new going on. Still waiting for that uh, Metro Prime Four news. That has <laughs> been over 1,200 days since we've heard anything. But who's counting?
1: <laughs> yeah, there's Metro uh. Prime Four. There's Pikmin Four. There's probably another Four that exists that you know is still. Locked away in the vault. So, that's we, true. We, we got time to wait.
0: Yeah, we need. What well, I think Nintendo gets stuck at four. Yeah, I can't. I can't think of a Nintendo thing that has a four. Yeah, they're one Mar- Mario two, three, Mario four. Party. Mario Party got to four, oh, that's, that's and true. then never stopped. It it just kept going. <laughs> I, I guess they got to 10 and then they're like we give up it's like they an 11 or something I don't, I don't, yeah i don't think there was an 11. could you imagine like we're in like the teens at this point they're like yeah mario party 14
2: like that was it's like final fantasy yeah that's true
1: final right, fantasy or the the like now this is what i call music 78 <laughs> yeah, like yeah. they're still making those who has cds <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is
0: true. Who does have those CDs? um We <laughs> also,
1: I guess, uh we do our icebreaker. So I got to ask you, cheesy.
0: How the heck are you? How's life?
1: Life is good. I am. Uh, I'm getting married in less than a month now. So, oh wow! Congratulations! Yeah, come quick, thank you, thank you. Uh, it should be a lot of fun. We have some like Nintendo music that's gonna play as guests are arriving, but like very classically like sounding you know with a piano so uh
0: that's that's cool if you
1: know if you know it it will be it'll be fun but if you don't it just sounds like wedding music um so yeah no i'm really looking forward to that and we're both nerds so the whole wedding is gonna be a blast
0: i was gonna gonna ask so so your fiance is cool with that i don't think my wife at the time because because she married into gaming um Maybe she didn't know what she was getting into, (laughs) but uh, at the time would have been okay with me slipping in any sort of Nintendo music.
1: Oh, so we actually, as we're like walking away after we we get married, um, walking away like down the aisle, we're Rick rolling everyone with like a string quartet (laughs) version of it. (laughs) So, yeah, no, like we're we're all out.
0: This is great. Yeah, that's so cool. That's so cool. Yeah, big congratulations. It's a fun time. Um, yeah. Uh, and hope hopefully that goes smoothly for you. I know it's it was really it's gonna be a train
1: wreck, but you know we're we're ready for it. You know there might be some fights that break out. We might decide (laughs) to get divorced in that moment, and then you know that's. It's it's a show. We both met in theaters, you know. So we got to make a show out of it. As <laughs> <It's a, it's laughs> long as you have
2: some nice memories, I guess. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> uh. Well, we will we
0: will hope, uh, for for no divorce and just for a good old rick roll. That's what we're hoping for. Um, that's awesome. That's super cool. Well, what do you say we uh, jump on over to the first segment of our show and let's talk
1: what you're playing.
0: <laughs> Jeezy, as our guest, I'll let you go
1: first. What have you been playing lately, dude? Lately, I've been playing a lot of Switch sports, but oh, I will clarify yeah. it's mainly been uh Switch sports soccer. Like that's that's all I've been playing.
0: Okay, so I've I listen to Nintendo Powercast um fairly regularly. So I I, I know you're up on you're you're pretty high in rank in soccer, right? Like are you at top top level rank?
1: Yeah, I think I'm a 24 right now. Okay. It keeps slipping. It keeps going down to like a 22, a 24. But that uh, that mode is just so wacky in Nintendo and I love it. And I wish that they had more wackiness to their uh, their sports in that game.
0: Yeah, it's so different than the other sports. And when I first played, I was like, I do not like this but it has grown on me hardcore. I love it now. (laughs) Like, I I don't know. Like when I first played, I was like, this is too slow. It felt slow. Um, Right. Yeah. But once you get the hang of the controls and figure out like there, there actually is some quite a bit of strategy with like the passing back and forth and, and figuring out uh, the best positions and gauging your stamina. There's actually, it's a pretty deep little game of soccer inside Nintendo switch sports.
1: Yeah, I mean, did you play uh, Rocket League before? Were you a fan of Rocket League?
0: Yes, I'm. I I am. I I don't play a ton anymore, but I probably put well over two hundred hours, three hundred hours into Rocket League. Yeah, <laughs> uh, just because it's it's a great game. Uh-huh. Micah, yeah. you're you're a big Rocket
2: League fan. You're still playing yeah, Rocket I, League. I, yeah, I, I still play a uh, fairly regularly with a, a friend Eli. He's a lot better than I am, so it's nice. Carries so me a little
1: bit. Have you tried the the Switch soccer? I have not.
2: But having not played Switch sports, the, the soccer actually seemed the most interesting to me because it, it it seemed like it had the best like team play.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, and it's also the easiest to play while sitting down, which is maybe a reason that I like it. I know that Switch sports is supposed to be active and standing up, you know, but there are times where I don't know. I just, uh, I don't really feel like throwing a Joy-Con at my TV. so <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah.
0: That, that is like the only one that you can play sitting down, because I, I played that one on stream, and I was like having to do this like soccer, like lean over my chair uh-huh. to, to get the swing. Um, I actually played better that way than when I stood up, so I don't know what that says about me. But uh, yeah, S- Switch Sports is super fun. Are you liking the unlockable costumes and all that
1: jazz? Honestly, I think that might be the only reason that I'm like still playing it pretty weekly. Um, I think they nailed that part of it because right now, I mean, there's not as many sports as I would like there to be. We know that more is coming soon, but um, all these different cosmetics do make a difference. It is really weird, though, that you are able to customize your character, but not really at the start all of the like cosmetics are are coming later like even just like really simple things like a beard glasses um eye color it's uh it that's an interesting choice but i'm still playing
0: yeah and i i was listening to someone was talking about you couldn't even get like uh like a shaved head or or bald (laughs) so it's like yeah you you got you you have to have hair like Easiest, just a painful th- reminder
2: the easiest hair <laughs> style to add into the game you <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh why it's is that just a nothing. default option
0: yeah yeah i i am not sure how i feel about uh the startup customization but at the same time i am a me solo like, like i have not used the Spoko sport 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 mates sport mates yes. that's
1: I like, I sporties like they though? They that's that's good <laughs> the, the, the sporties yeah
0: um yeah I I use my me and so I'm really all, all I can customize is the clothes that I'm wearing which that's pretty limited uh on honestly there's not not a ton of that but you also get like the uh titles and the um the emotes I find that a lot of fun I just think the the whole system overall is pretty fun
1: I guess I didn't know that though. If you're playing as a me, you don't have the same like customization options. Yeah.
0: Nothing on the face. Like y- you don't get to customize your hair or your, huh. or any of the, you can't wear the glasses or any of that kind of stuff, which yeah. sort of makes sense, but it just makes me wish that they had leaned towards the me's and, and then made that a thing. Like you just got to get with the time around it. Yeah. I got to get, I got to get with the times. I got <laughs> to stop the, in the past. In the past.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> i hope i hope that me's don't go away that's sort of our branding our our logo has me's on on the front well they're they're custom made
2: but well we'll have to we'll have to change to the sporties at some point <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how, gosh. how would you feel if i just changed mine suddenly to, one day to be to be a sport mate
0: <laughs> first off you don't know how to do that and second off uh <laughs> first off i'm definitely not going three. through that effort <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean that would be uh ugly. I I don't find the sport mates particularly appealing. I don't think they're bad looking, but I like Mees more personally.
1: They kind of have like a, a crossover look of of Mees and Animal Crossing characters. I think that's maybe why people kind of gravitated towards them because of how uh
0: Animal how Crossing addicted sport.
1: we got to to Animal yeah. Crossing, you know, that's mm-hmm. all we saw for pretty much a year. That's true. That's
0: true. That's a good point. I I didn't even think about that.
2: why well, uh, they added in that squirrel costume
1: character. Oh, there you go. Oh, wait That's a why. second. There yeah. it is.
0: Yeah. Uh so I guess besides that, have you been playing anything else?
1: Uh Splatoon 2. I've been uh streaming on TikTok going live with that. And uh so just playing a ton of Splatoon. Uh nice. go figure, right? But uh no, I there's a ton of indie games that I'm wanting to play. And uh I just haven't had the time to get around to them. Um, but I do want to check them out. Like uh Silt, I think comes out this week or next week. Um that was shown off at the indie showcase. Um Death Store, yeah. I've heard is really good. Um Spelunky. That's one I missed out on, Ooh. but I've heard also good things on that. Oh man, we're the
0: word like and just biggest, loves that game. We're the biggest Spelunky fans in the world. Oh, okay. Here. All yeah. right. No, yeah, I don't know. That's probably my favorite indie game of all time. I, I think I can confidently say Spelunky 2 is my favorite indie game of all time cuz Spelunky 2 is just Spelunky 1 but better. It's like Splatoon 2 to Splatoon 1,
1: honestly. Yeah, and I was going to say that's like um uh uh, uh dig. Got uh psh. Well now I don't. I'm a fake fan, so I'm gonna have to think of what it is.
0: Uh... A, a Splatoon thing?
1: No, 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 it's an indie game. And World? it's it's oh, yeah, Steam World dig. dig. Thank World you, thank dig. you. That's oh, like the second one is so games. much better.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's very. It's and it's very similar in that it's like just slightly better than the mm. first game. If that makes sense, it's yeah. not
2: like a drastic. It's not. Uh, it does kind of the same things, but it just improves mm-hmm, mm-hmm. everywhere.
0: Spelunky Two is brutally hard, though. So there's there okay. is that 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 warning. Um, we hyped it up so much, and a bunch of our community members bought it, and then a bunch of them were like, Andros, why did you give us this absolutely awful game? That is so hard. Not not <laughs> awful, but they're just like, man, this is brutal. Like a lot of people couldn't get past the first couple levels." It's a roguelike no. platformer. It's oh, brutal. there
1: you go. Okay, okay. I Very like a difficult.
2: challenge. Every once in a while, there's a little bit of jippery and there's not much you can do. You just <laughs> essentially die. But for the most part, it's Something really blows up
0: off screen, comes a rock comes flying and just nails you. Oh, You're like, oh, oh that's wow. the best, yeah. Something, <laughs> and didn't... then it,
2: the rock will knock you into some spikes or something.
0: Yeah, it won't to even be be like, oh, to I'm, like, I'm, once, I'm fine, I'm surviving. And you bounce a couple times, and then... Happen to land just on something horrible. Do you need to play the, the first
1: one first? No.
0: No. There's not really much of a story. Uh, okay. There's there's a lot to discover. There is there is lore, uh, but...
2: Yeah, it's not no. very story-based. Right. Yeah. It's not like... like said, there's oh, just a little you, you won't know what's happening in the out. second
0: one if, if you've done the first one. Nah. Yeah. No, okay. Not like that. Okay. Uh, highly recommend it. I I love that game. I think Micah and I both have over 100 hours into it. It's the wow. first game that we got a review code for. Actually, oh, that's awesome. As Nintendo Pals. Yeah. Uh,
2: so it's shout like out greatest to... Greatest day of Andros's life.
0: Shout out to Derek, uh, the developer of that game, for just <laughs> being so kind and giving us a, a review code. Awesome. And, and I was really excited because I was getting it either way. So <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was a good good time uh the the reason i'm so i was so hyped for it is because i actually got the first one on steam back in the day uh uh, on like a steam sale and i hundred percent it i did every achievement i was like i was addicted yeah they haven't they have an addicted achievement where it's like die a thousand (laughs) times it's like
1: you're playing way too much here's this achievement
0: (laughs) (laughs) yes exactly yeah uh yeah so we're we're big fan of indies over here i've i've actually been playing if if unless you have something else you want to highlight you've been playing no no
1: no. i i mean spelunky uh sounds great sounds like a good challenge i love celeste and hades those are probably Uh, like my top indie games hollow knight is also up there so you know
0: okay yeah you'll you will love spelunky then cool I, i mean celeste hollow knight that's all it's all up that alley all right uh I have been playing an indie game, another rogue-like, but not quite as not quite as intense. Still pretty challenging. I have been playing a lot of Slay the Spire. That is what I've been playing this week. Uh, surprise, surprise, everybody! I said this last week. I've just been like sucked in to playing Slay the Spire and trying to get that perfect deck build. So it's a it's a card deck building game where you're going through different levels and you pick paths that you want to go down and hopefully get the right cards to get the ideal build um, besides slay the spire i've been playing a lot of breath of the wild but not my normal breath of the wild shenanigans i i speed run breath of the wild um and do challenge runs for that now my son has gotten very into breath of the wild this week
1: wow I've- as a two-year-old, that's a, that's a uh, intense no, that's, game. That's,
0: it's not my two-year-old. My, oh, okay. My, okay. <laughs> my, uh, my five-year-old. But I mean, still, Just, pretty, yeah, still. pretty intense yeah. for, for 5 And that's why I'm playing a lot, is because he gets stuck a lot. And he's like, Dad, can you help me do this part? And then I get to a point, and I'm like, all right, you can take over from here. So it's, it's kind of like this couch co-op play. And he is currently going through... Uh, the divine beast va naboris mm. in the desert mm-hmm. that the first one that, he went the, to the
1: hardest one
0: i what well, i was like why are we doing the hardest one
1: first yeah uh, but
0: that's what we're doing so i i probably will end up fighting the fighting the boss for him i'm helping him through the through the dungeon and solving the puzzles right now and he's just loving it what he really loves right now is cooking in Breath of the Wild, so he just goes and finds ingredients, and goes to the cooking pot and tries to dif- mixing different things together, and then we'll read what it makes. And they have, I mean, that game has some delicious looking food. It, yeah, it, for it's sure. so good looking. I'm like, man, I, I would, I would love to be able to cook like this in real, <laughs> life.
2: especially that fast. You throw it. In. I know. He's five just seconds later. It all in. Beautiful.
0: Yeah. He's, throw it into the saute pot and boom, you've got a full three course of dinner. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's really fun. Um, I, I love playing games with my kids and seeing them get into these bigger games. Uh, this is the first, this, I tried a while ago to show him Breath of the Wild, just kind of let him run around in it. And he didn't really get into it. I don't know what triggered this sudden, Watch, watching and liking playing i think he saw me playing it he was trying to i he was asking me to teach him how to fly uh because i i use the blss glitch which lets you just zip zoom uh-huh. across the way by like wiggling a bomb it's 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 pretty cool uh i was like no you can't i can't teach you this <laughs> it is way too hard for you to for for someone your age to do but i can do it for you if you want to go somewhere fast so we yeah we're having a we're having a good time with that so I don't
1: have kids, but what is it like? Like, what is the limit or how do you know when to um, it, have them play on their own? And then when you need to help them with something like I'm, I'm sure you you get them pretty far, but then you're like, OK, I want you to figure it out. But how do you know, like, what is that good way that's to a, like lead them? That's into a that? great
0: that's a great question. I think it really depends on your uh gaming parent parenting philosophy. <laughs> and also your patience because um I this is going to sound very call-outy. It's this is not meant to be a call out. Uh but our good friend Morgan, who was one of the co-hosts on um Barely a Gaming podcast, we've, we've had conversations with them, we're friends with them. Uh and she's like I I can't watch my kids play games it's just so frustrating to watch because it's because they just don't know what to do um for me i definitely try and let them do as much as they can do like i i want to do as little as possible because it's it's more fun for them that way if they make the discoveries and, and learn how to do stuff but if they ask for help then i'm there as a resource i'm like yeah let me show you how to do it and then most of the time i try and do um, unless it's something that's like really complex i'll try and do it and then i'll go back and say like okay that's what you do so you you try now
1: and oh, if they still can't nice. get it
0: then then i'll then i'll help them through it but a lot of these games um nowadays nintendo does a great job of easing new players in and and help helping kids get acquainted with regular gameplay mechanics. I think one of the best games on the platform is Mario Odyssey. uh, And you can put it into assist mode, which gives you six lives. It puts a little arrow marker over your head to tell you which direction to go. And if you fall off the edge, you turn into a bubble and come back to where you fell off. So you can't die from, from falling off the edge. And that really unlocked... The ability for my son to learn to play 3D games in a, in a 3D space because I think when when you're acclimated into gaming culture, it's easy to grasp uh, twin stick controlling a camera with with one thumb and moving with another. But that is really hard for non gamers. Uh, I don't know if you ever like, like so should've... natural
2: now, but yeah, since we're yeah, used... if you've ever shown
0: a game to someone who is not a gamer like like breath of the wild uh and you'll you'll see that most of the time they won't even use the camera controls like they don't they don't realize oh i should be moving the camera and the character because it's just not intuitive unless you're a gamer
1: yeah it's really interesting to think about because I'm, i'm thinking about when i was a kid playing you know 2d games playing mario sonic nowadays i don't even know how kids start their journey you know, and and, yeah. and there really aren't a lot of 2D games anymore. So that's just mainly, you know, 3D, probably open world. Um, it's just it's crazy to think about how far we've come in gaming and, and how they're learning and like where do they start with it.
2: Yeah, we, yeah. we kind of grew up while things were transitioning. And now we're just like, OK, here's this full 3D game. Good luck. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. that's true. Yeah. Oh, and and like even uh, I'd say like 10 years ago, kids were playing Minecraft. Like that was like some kids' first games. It's Mm -hmm. like that's that's a pretty complex game. Like, yeah. Uh, When when you think about inventory management, crafting, uh, completely
1: open world. uh, And And now they've all starting. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) they've all grown up to be architects now. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Yeah.
0: what are we doing we start this is what this is our problem we started with mario and sonic and yeah. what, what does that translate to not architects tell you <laughs> tell you that
1: much we're still trying to reach the flag pole. you know we don't yeah. we don't know where it's at <laughs> yeah oh
0: uh, yeah so that that's been my my gaming experience with my kids i i love doing gaming with with the kids um you know, but it, it starts out with at the 2 year old age you give them the controller and you say that they are the computer on the screen you know what i mean like like <laughs> you're going to play smash bros with me here you go you pick your character and then you pick the character for them with the C- the cpu and i that like that's how it starts and then eventually you know
2: just ease in and then they finally and- realize I've second, been I'm indoctrinated into this. gaming.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been brainwashed. That's what my kids are going to be like. My kids are going to be rebellious teenagers. They're going to be like, Dad, I'm going to read. I'm not going to. I'm going to play your games. I'm going to go work out at the gym. <laughs> <Like> some- <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. Their muscle shirts and protein powder. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. That's going to be that's going to be my kids' rebellious phase. Oh, uh, but that's that's me. That's what I've been playing this week. Uh, that's that's really all I've been playing. I also played some tennis sports, but I kind of already talked about that while cheesy was was sharing his I played. Oh, I'm really enjoying bowling. Um, I wanted to play some tennis. I was craving tennis and I like it a lot. I think it feels really good to play the online still to me works really good. And uh, yeah, I got no complaints about it. I think I think it's a great game. The level up's a little slow. I wish she leveled up faster. But
1: yeah, do you oh, well. like tennis or or badminton more?
0: I am better at badminton, but I like tennis more. I think badminton. I f- I don't know what's happening. I don't quite understand the strategy. Like, cause why with am tennis, I so good all, at this? Well, tennis it's all about the sw- aiming where you're going to hit the ball and. And trying to get it to stay within the boundaries and also far enough away from the, yeah, out of reach of the other players. Or to a point where it will make it inconvenient for them so that you can get a good spike shot. Badminton just seems like a test of endurance. I don't think it's possible to hit it out of bounds in badminton. I've never seen it happen. Um, And it just seems like it's more of like a try and I, I just spike it every time. I just slap down and eventually the other player falls over and I, I score a point. I don't know what exactly I I feel like I need to dive more into badminton and, and really understand what's going on. Cause like volleyball was that way for me at first, but it feels like this is all about timing and rhythm. And there's, there's some strategies you can do in that like moves that I didn't realize were there. Like in volleyball, when the person sets up the ball, you can actually jump before they set it and it will do a quick spike instead of the the standard it goes up and you jump up to the net and spike it no it's like a it's almost like a pass to you and you can get it before the other people have time to react and defend um it's it's tricky to do but it's it's there and it's uh yeah so the, i i feel like that with badminton like and that's probably my one of my weakest sports in the bunch because i just haven't spent enough time with it what are you? What what are your pr- preference between the two? Cheesy.
1: I like. Uh, I think I like badminton more for how fast paced it is. I love playing tennis in real life. Uh, I'm not very good, but I love playing it. Um, it. It does seem a little confusing with badminton. Like it, you're just trying to, I think, just like tire out your opponent, but you can't control your character, so you don't exactly know where you're going to be yeah going and then all of a sudden you get too tired and you fall on your face and that's embarrassing because i i wouldn't do that in real life (laughs) yeah that that doesn't sound like Yeah, who does
0: that in real life not me (laughs) no
1: yeah uh i don't i i feel with all the switch sports i guess kind of going back to it real quick um all of them involve a net and it kind of gets a little repetitive because you have badminton, you have tennis, you have volleyball, soccer does have a net. It's a little different, you know. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I, I could, I could see that, but I, I feel like they're very different in what you're playing. Because tennis is all about aim, volleyball mm-hmm. is all about rhythm, and badminton is all about something. I With don't know t- what yet,
1: but, <laughs> but it's all about something. With tennis, I rarely use the the person in front. Unless to like spike, because sometimes if you use the person in front, it just goes out of bounds. So I usually will let the person in the back hit the ball. And then if I have an opportunity to, to spike it, then I'll use the front.
0: Yeah, I, and I find tennis to be a lot more fun playing two player. Like if you have two different people on your team and you're alternating between the two. But. When you are playing online, it just doubles you instead of playing with another person. I kind of wish it was like volleyball and it paired you with a second person. Don't know why it doesn't, or it let you play singles. That would be cool. But that's that, Micah. We, you know, I know you didn't you didn't pick up Switch Sports, so yes, haven't uh, been playing that. So you haven't been playing that, but what have you been playing, Micah?
2: <laughs> well, I, I played a little bit of a Kirby sixty four. On NSO, oh, oh, so I beat the the first the first world is a Pop Star, and I made it to Rock Star. So I do like the naming of their stars.
0: Is it but... Planet Pop Star where Kirby lives?
1: Question mark.
2: That's what I thought. I don't actually know. I thought that's pretty the sure that's right. Was on yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Does so get... uh, does it still hold up? Is it a, is it a good in um, 64? Yeah,
2: year? I I found out towards the end that you can uh take out your abilities and throw them at other characters to combine abilities. So there's even though there aren't like a ton of abilities, there's a, there's a, a fair amount of combinations you can do just from like the 40 minutes I played. But yeah, I think it's oh, it's a pretty solid Kirby game from what I've played.
0: Yeah, we have a question in the community corner about Kirby lore. So I hope you're you're well versed on that, Micah, because I, oh, I, I specifically, specifically didn't look up
2: anything else because I felt like that would be cheating.
0: Yeah, that that would be cheating. So I'm, I'm excited for for you to uh, give it a go. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but then I actually um, ended up playing a little bit of rival turf as well. Nice little beat them up. What oh. is that? Is that the new NSO? Yeah, it's in the NSO. Oh, okay. I, was I like, don't even was remember which I one. If it was SNES that. or NES.
0: That's SNES. SNES.
2: Yeah, it's. A, I don't know if anyone's played Golden Axe, I had already it's forgotten. Kind of style. It's, it's here in the like, notes it's in our to notes. talk about. Yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah, it's here in our notes, and I'd already forgotten the title of it. Uh, that's that's about how memorable that one was for me. What'd you yeah, think? I, is it a, I, is it a I, good beat-em-up?
2: I, yeah, it's pretty fun. I've made it to the third level. After I lose all my continues, I don't know if I'll ever play it again. But I have enjoyed uh, the <laughs> 30 minutes I've put into it so far. Nice. That's how a lot of these NSO games are. You're like, this is super fun. Except Smash Tennis, which is potentially the greatest tennis game ever made. Besides, oh, I think uh, there's that's... like Super Smash Tennis.
0: That's, that's a bold claim, I'd say. But mean, it is pretty
2: fun. It, I think it might be better than Switch Sports Tennis.
0: You've not even Whoa. played Switch Sports Tennis. Get out of here. It's <laughs> that do? good. <laughs> but now now I know no matter what, he's going to think that. So it doesn't matter <laughs> what, what, how good Switch Sports Tennis is. Nice.
2: And so uh, you just played a
0: bunch of NSO apps, huh?
2: Yeah, and then I, I actually played uh, like five games of Rocket League at some nice. point this last week. I don't remember when it was, but...
0: We're all in a sports mood. Apparently I'm rocket league, sort of a sport. We're all in soccer mode this week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause I didn't, I didn't mention this uh, cause we're going to talk a little bit about the news, but I also dipped my toes into the uh, first kick. What is it called? Like the
2: uh, tutorial of Mario yeah, Strikers. Mario Strikers. Mm-hmm.
0: And it's pretty fun. I was just doing the tutorial, so I haven't got to play like any actual matches yet, but it seems like there's a lot of mechanics to it. It, oozes striker style everybody's just really aggressive and like i i don't know it's it's like the cover art is always the angriest you'll ever see mario right he's just like i'm gonna get you with the soccer ball you know and and uh well, so it's, it's a strike ball actually oh, so yeah strike ball yeah this is not soccer everybody's using their hands a lot yeah <laughs> in, the, in the game um uh, It is so different than what Nintendo Switch Sports Soccer is. I know there was like, (laughs) there was some people saying like, well, this is just going to get, no one's going to be playing Switch Sports Soccer after Strikers comes out. I'm like, nah, this is a totally different game. Very different. So that's, that's my, my opinion, my, my hot take on that.
2: Yeah, and there's they have there's a lot of things you can do in Mario Strikers. So many that I kept forgetting what buttons did what in the tutorial. So I I think it will, it will have a pretty high skill cap.
0: Yeah, I'm actually very excited for the clubs and and starting that Nintendo Pals club. Team 1 and Team 2. Well, Team Andros and Team Micah. <laughs> so that that's what we're going to do. Good luck.
1: <laughs> so I haven't uh, tried the The demo yet but uh with the tutorial do you not get to play like a computer versus match at the end i'm assuming you
2: do you kind of do i mean they they teach you some of the basics and then you do like a three on three which i think it's five on five so you do like some three on three and your goal is to use these mechanics like usually three or five times i think Depending mm-hmm. on what it was, so I mean, you kind of can play a little bit, and they're they're really short matches though. But if you just ignore the uh, the goals of what you're supposed to do and just try and score, which I did a couple times, you can kind of get a feel for it.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's mostly just you play like an actual match then.
2: Yeah, it's mostly just teaching you how to play so you know what you're doing for the. Uh, it's it's a little odd that there's
0: not even like a like a practice mode or something like that that you could mess around in before the before the launch but i mean this is sort of that but it definitely is a tutorial (laughs) that's that's what it is yeah um but this actually segues really nice so let's let's just jump into it let's talk in the next segment of our show here and go to the nintendo news So uh, this is a little later down the line uh, in our notes, but we'll just jump to it right now. So that Mario Strikers demo dropped today? Yesterday? Was that today? Today. today. Uh, And there will be online play sessions happening, kind of test runs for playing online. And this is for Nintendo Switch online members only. It will be June 3rd, 8 to 9 p.m. Pacific time, June 4th at three times they've got 4 to 5 a.m pacific 12 to 1 p.m pacific and 8 to 9 p.m pacific and then on june 5th 4 to 5 a.m and 12 to 1 p.m that's all in pacific time uh this is interesting that they're doing i, I was not expecting this at all this this like dropped and i was like that's pretty cool that they're putting out the essentially a demo where you can where you can try out the game try before you buy uh with the tutorial and they'll have these play sessions uh, i'll definitely be checking out the play sessions
1: did they have that for aces and uh super rush I, I it seems like they had a tutorial for aces but i don't remember super rush i don't think super
0: rush had anything no no early launch anything uh Nintendo switch sports had a very similar thing to this. They had that test run where you could do like, it's it was like an hour. Mostly?
2: Or could you choose? They only had like a couple game modes. I think
0: it was bowling, volleyball and Ch- Chambara. Chambara. Yeah, that was, that was it. I think it was mostly to stress test their online infrastructure for it. See how it, how it ran,
2: Yeah, which is kind of why I assume they're doing this with the Mario Strikers, but it's only like five days before it comes out. Like, yeah how much can they really fix if there's a problem
0: (laughs) someone's working overtime
1: that's
0: (laughs) they're like oh no and they're just like working 24 7 for the last five days yeah that i i don't know i think it's more of an opportunity to test test play it and hopefully get hooked in that's sort of what they did with arms i remember they had test plays for arms and it was more to gauge interest i think than than anything else uh, you haven't tried out the demo yet, Cheesy, but are you planning on hopping on for any of these test runs?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll check it yeah. out. I, um, I've um, i talked a lot about uh, Strikers and, and Battle League specifically. Um, I am really hoping that it is good because right now it seems like the, the, the catch of it is the animation. I mean, it's next level games, so everybody looks great. In that game, right. the the way that they move, uh, their celebrations look awesome. So I have no problem with next level games making it. Um, it just I think people are hooked on nostalgia when it comes to like strikers. <laughs> <laughs> I think they might be a little disappointed. Like it will be fun. Don't get me wrong. It will, it will be a lot of fun. Uh, but I, I don't think that people are going to like hold on to it as much as they they want to, especially with, you know, how limited it is at the beginning. And they're still uh, uh, will be updating characters and gear. And I'm assuming courses. I mean, there's really only one, you know, uh, field, I guess. Is it a field soccer field? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, they've they've mentioned that as part of like the league, for your league's field, you can like customize your half. So, I mean, I'm assuming they'll have at least a few options at the start, but it sounds like a lot of them you'll have to unlock. Mm. So it depends on how much you like unlocking things.
0: Yeah. I, I'm but, glad you bring this up Cheese, because in my experience today, which was like an hour in, in the tutorial, I didn't even finish it all. Um, just because ran out of time. I, I felt like, this doesn't feel like a Switch game. It felt like it felt like a wii era game. It maybe looked a little fancier, but like looking at the menuing, I was there's was no there's no voice acting of any kind, like which is not uncommon for Nintendo, but usually there's like a grunt or something the characters make. Uh and there was nothing like that. <laughs> it was it was very much Like, I I don't know if the UI and everything felt a little bit dated. The animations, though, are gorgeous. And uh, the game overall looks pretty good. So I'm I'm hopeful that that's just like, okay, this is early stages looking at it. And once you get playing in the online play, it'll it'll have more of a hook
2: for me. Plus, I don't even know if it's it'll be like the same menuing as the actual game. Mm -hmm. Because they're just taking. Just like a tutorial part of it, so I. It seems like they'd kind of use at least similar menuing, but who knows?
0: Yeah, I don't know. Did you get that vibe at all, Mike? It just it it didn't feel like a next gen. It just felt more like Strikers again.
2: I mean, which isn't I didn't really I didn't really think about it much, to be honest. Oh, I was I was okay. more concerned about how it played, and I, yeah. I I kind of thought of it as like it's, it's kind of some tutorial demo thing. I've, I'm sh- I'm not sure if these menuing and things are final.
1: Yeah, so. that that makes sense. That's a good point because uh Kirby was not the same when you played the demo and then when you played the uh when it released, you know, they 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 left some stuff out for us to discover on our own, like that that intro, the the song that they have at the beginning. Uh, that wasn't in the demo. So there was there was a lot that, you know, they took out and uh maybe they're doing the same thing with Strikers. Yeah, but
0: I do. I do think that cheesy is onto something here. That nostalgia is going to fuel a lot of purchases, and a lot of people will be disappointed. I, I. It has been the case with every Mario Sports title so far on the Switch. Let's just say it: tennis, it, golf. Everybody like not everybody, but there was like a a huge audience that's like this is not as good as xyz game that came before it
2: well, um, that's because really... those games weren't even that good in the first place anyways <laughs> unlike mario strikers uh,
0: mario golf i loved i actually really liked super rush and and still play super rush pretty regularly i log in and get the extra costume or whatnot uh, but i know that a lot of people that have played the one on 3ds and played the gamecube version even the n64 version were disappointed with with this one, which I I guess because I didn't play those, I didn't have the nostalgia. Um, and maybe that makes it a better experience for me. And so I think I think there's gonna be that. I definitely think there's gonna be that for strikers. There's gonna be a huge chunk of people that are gonna be like, this is not nearly as good as it was on the GameCube. And blah 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 blah.
2: Well I think you're wrong. And people are gonna be like, this is even better than it was on the GameCube all right well i'm
0: hoping you're right actually because <laughs> that's a better <laughs> scenario than than what oh, i to be honest
2: i never actually played mario strikers on the gamecube i'd only totally oh. played the wii one
0: the biggest gamecube stan didn't play mario strikers on the gamecube excuse it's
2: me true so all oh, i know gosh. is the apparently inferior wii version but from the what's, what's really to, fun. I think this holds up.
0: Here's the thing: is Micah and I are never really disappointed. I can't think of a game that Nintendo's put out that Micah and I were like, mm, "That wasn't good." I, I can't think of one. I, can you, Micah? Maybe I
2: miss. No, <laughs> so, no, none that I've. We're easy to please. <laughs>
0: we're easy to please here at the Nintendo pals. So I, I don't think I don't think it'll be a problem with us. I just think like in the sphere overall, I think I think there will definitely be that audience that doesn't feel like it's as good as it was
1: i mean the sports games have been better on switch but they still seem lacking like they definitely Mm. have made improvements but then they do these weird things where like you play the story mode and you can unlock this really cool racket or a golf club but then you don't actually really unlock it like you can't use it outside of the story mode so it just seems kind of pointless to be like hey you won this now just Give it back because you don't actually have it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yep. I definitely, definitely have heard a lot of the complaints and uh, agree. It would be cool if there were clubs in golf, like there were in the previous game, but they're not there.
1: I I fear with the the gear in Strikers, people are just going to find what works and then everybody is going to use that same gear. Just kind of like how they do with yeah. Mario Kart. Yeah, I hope not. I hope that's yeah. not the well, case.
2: They're really, but. from what I, the team that I've played and they've mentioned, they're really good players. I don't think will care about technique as much because technique affects how easy timing for getting really good passes and like quick pass shots with extra strength. So if you're really good, you don't really need as good of technique. I'm not quite sure how other attributes will feel but i, I feel like a lot of the, like the really good players at least will have really low technique scores and mm. put more into other stats that like your skill can't quite account for as much i guess mm.
0: yeah i'm excited for it we have in chat here uh Oso says i think mario strikers will be really good i uh, based off the gameplay in the demo i think it'll be fun it's going to be a great multiplayer so there there is that I, like just playing it feels fun but there are aspects of the menuing and the overall like this doesn't really feel that much different <laughs> for me but i but that's not a bad thing because the original game is really good so oh, yeah i guess
1: uh, do it so, again that's uh, fine yeah <laughs> i guess like you have to keep in mind that there's a lot of people that are going to be playing this for the first time because when uh-huh. when was the last time we saw the strikers game?
0: It was on the Wii. So that's two two generations ago and that would be yeah. like I mean at least 10 years. And then the GameCube prior to that. And that's the one that I think most people remember fondly is the GameCube one. So Yeah. Well there's that's that's Mario Strikers. Go check out the demo. Get You don't have to take our word for it. You can go try the tutorial right now and see see what you think. Uh, Let's move on to our next news item here. Mikey, you want to take this one? We can just alternate back and forth.
2: Oh, yeah. The Lord of the the Rings Golem uh, has been announced for Switch, but will be coming at a later date than the initial game launch.
0: I'm I'm always a little bummed when that happens when they're like yeah we're we're going to be on all platforms but the Switch one's going to come later that doesn't quite I guess it, it's it's hard to port to Switch by comparison to some uh, to the other platforms especially if you're designing for PlayStation or Xbox those seem to translate easier but it's like why are we waiting longer for the bad port you know what I mean like yeah, like you know it's not going to be that's sometimes quite,
2: missing features and things yeah
0: it's not going to be as I'm I'm I prefer to buy all of my games on switch i don't have another console i have the pc i guess i could get it on pc but it just seems weird that they're, they're like we're saving the worst for last this is the one that's going to be graphically not as good and it's taking the longest for some reason <laughs> but that's <laughs> that's neither here nor there i i uh what are you what do you think about the lord of the rings golem game either of you guys cheesy micah
2: I remember hearing about it, like, I feel like forever ago, and then I'd forgotten it was a thing until I saw this again. But I, it seems interesting. It seems like more stealthy.
1: Gameplay. I am a, a, a fake nerd. I've never seen The Lord of the Rings. I haven't read them. Oh, I haven't seen oh, Hobbit. Wait,
2: you haven't seen the movies? The I, movie? haven't,
1: I haven't. I haven't. Should I leave? Is this a good time to leave? Or I think, well, I mean...
0: Uh, we we want to have you here as a guest but maybe your time yeah. would be better spent watching
2: lord of the rings right now than being on this show make sure you get the extended edition it's only like six hours 11 hours total <laughs> oh my god i think the that's, third movie is four it. hours and 20 minutes extended. The extended cut
0: yeah but if you don't get the extended cut you don't even see how the bad guy dies that is like the weirdest why did they cut that uh but yeah whatever
2: oh <laughs> well, yeah well no spoilers i guess i mean uh, <laughs> but you gotta uh, yeah,
1: watch
0: it. i mean i mean uh, what bad guy died i don't know what you're talking about <laughs>
1: um
0: i'm gonna be honest i am i am a fan of lord of the rings at least the movies uh my wife recently read through the books we're playing a bo- lord of the rings board game right now we're playing through that this game does not look interesting to me at all i have never i've never been like you know who i want to play as i want to play as Gollum. <laughs> like, I I want to run around looking for rings. <laughs> I guess well, just for all ring. this for all the Sonic fans out there, they're gonna love this game. <laughs> 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 Find some rings. <laughs> I, I it's just the weirdest character to build a game around. Like he's
2: it's Gollum. I mean it's yeah, it's it's a unique Lord of the Rings game.
0: I guess. There are so many other exciting things to, to, to explore in that universe. And you're just gonna be sneaking around as Gollum in a stealth game.
1: Oh, wait, wait, it's a stealth game? I it, believe it
0: so. It's like a it's like a top down, like almost classic Metal Gear Solid, is what it's being described as. I don't think they've shown gameplay or anything yet. It's bizarre. It's it's weird. I'm intrigued. But it doesn't but not in a like, oh, I want to play this more like a what is this going to be like <laughs> that's that's more where I'm at with it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I may not have seen the movies, but I do know that his voice is not very stealthy. <laughs> <laughs> no. I think they're going to yeah. point that one out right away.
0: I want to know if they have Andy Sergis voicing him like that's that's what we need. That's what we really need to know. Because if not, I'm out.
2: I'm, yeah. I'm out like I mean it's uh, mostly sound like you're already out at that point <laughs> yeah <laughs> I just if, need an excuse. if he did voice Smeagol slash golem would you begin
0: hmm that's a that's another question <laughs> is he is he doing the mocap for it as well I mean why not he that's his that's his craft <laughs> uh, well that's Lord of the Rings Golem. we'll move on to the next news item there's not really more to talk about that other than it is coming at a it is coming to switch Uh, The first officially licensed North American circuit for Super Smash Bros. Ultimate and Super Smash Bros. Melee is starting in June 2022. That's being hosted by Panda Global. Uh, But in an odd twist, it is not sponsored by Nintendo. But officially partnered with them? I don't know what that means exactly. Like Nintendo is not sponsoring it. They're not providing any financial... Support, but they have approved the circuit for using the games. Yeah, anybody uh, cheesy? Are you familiar with the Smash scene at all? Like, uh, probably, yeah, more uh,
1: than I am a little bit. I'm probably gonna make some more people mad, but I find Smash to be.
2: (laughs) Wait a second, wait a second.
1: (laughs) I find Smash to be more of a party game than a fighting game. I do like to use items. Micah, you and I are going to be best friends by the end of this. I can tell. Uh,
2: I thought maybe I'd be able to overcome the cheesy, but I don't know. I don't know if I can at this point. There's <laughs> too with, many things. Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Lord of the Rings. Well, wait Smash a second. I mean, we like playing with be items. To Smash Bros. is a great party game.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: it is.
2: It is.
1: It, it kind of feels like this was a Nintendo of Japan decision more than Nintendo of America. Hmm. It, I feel like they would be more on board with, you know, having online where, I mean, I think it was Reggie who just talked about this recently, that Japan is not interested in... Well, they're interested in online gaming, but they still do not understand it. They They still like right. the couch co-op of, of multiplayer.
2: Yep. Which, I mean, I feel like cash co-ops kind of preferable, but it's hard when everyone, you know, has moved to different areas. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And the, and the online gaming scene has just gotten so huge. This tournament is going to be massive. I think there's a, a huge prize pool and, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not not sure here. We have in chat here. Lpd says uh, maybe they're to keep some distance to avoid any potential issues that might arise with competitors. Occasionally, yeah. some weird toxic stuff comes out of these sorts of events. And yeah, yeah, that's sneaking a peek a little bit back into the history with uh, Evo and and all all that jazz there's some bad stuff co- going on. And so if Nintendo comes in and officially sponsors something like this, then they can be held at fault for things going wrong. So I think they're more just giving approval, but le- pulling as much out as they can at the same time. Same yeah. face.
1: Nintendo really likes to have their name, you know, squeaky clean. I mean, that's the same reason that we don't have voice chat. They, they don't want any kind of, uh, uh, like vulgar uh, language mm-hmm. over their uh their consoles and, and and it's a lot of little kids too you know you have to think about that um but yeah I would say with everything that's happened in the smash community um it, it, it's uh it's a, a a dicey position to put them in yeah
0: but it is cool that it is still happening and they are still giving a seal of approval to have the games used this isn't like having to work kind of you know all the tournaments previously were kind of like back alley like hey don't tell nintendo we're over (laughs) here but if you enter our contest you could win some money you know like this is sanctioned at least but it is weird uh next bit of news micah go for it this is par brands this is this is par brands news to
2: tonight yeah, them's fighting herds has been announced for Switch. Yeah,
0: which is like a Smash Bros. like
2: game that uses farm animals. It's a little more, <laughs> I would say, a little more Mortal Kombat.
0: A little more Mortal Kombat. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Wha- but wait, with animals.
1: What? This is a real game. This is a real yeah. game.
0: <laughs> it was. I, I apparently it's been out for a while on Steam uh, and other platforms, and is now coming to Switch and uh there's some hype in our community for it that this was recommended to us to try and we looked into it and i was like well uh, maybe but now that's coming to switch par brand we'll give it a look all right we'll do it (laughs) it's coming to the platform it's a sign um speaking of coming to the platform we had brand new games drop on the nso we got pinball for the nes Congo's Caper, and as Micah teased in the uh, What You Playing segment, Rival Turf for SNES. Congo's Caper and Rival Turf being on the SNES apps. I had not heard of any of these, but I've heard good yep. things about pinball. You said Rival Turf's pretty good, and I have also seen some rumblings that Congo's Caper's actually pretty fun too. So they're all like bottom of the barrel, like, I've oh, what, what is this? But they all are also good,
2: so that's, yeah, none of them are quite Smash Tennis levels of good. I don't think, but <laughs> they're acceptable. Nice, nice. Uh, you want to jump to the next? Take two and Zynga uh, merge and acquisition.
0: Yeah, this was. This was interesting to me, and I haven't seen a lot of people talk about this, so uh, I thought we'd talk about it here. Take-Two is a huge, huge company. I, I don't even remember all the stuff that they have, but they own like a lot of big franchises.
2: Um, yes. Mostly know they, they're involved in Borderlands.
0: Yeah, they also do. They do all the 2K games, don't they? maybe so. maybe i'm maybe <laughs> maybe i'm making that up um yeah so they've they've worked with rockstar um yeah 2k rockstar and now zynga they own all these things and they have a bunch of ip with all of those things So zynga is like the mobile Development guru,
1: yeah, super excited so. to see uh, Farmville and Mafia Wars come to come, to, come switch. Come to switch. So. Yes,
2: please. <laughs> Let's go. Farmville,
0: Farmville for Switch. Oh man, I I think so. As as much as like I've always given Zynga kind of kind of grief, they make absolute buko bucks. So this was a huge deal, uh, a huge acquisition here, and a move for. Take two interactive to kind of go stake a claim in the mobile market.
2: Uh, that's yeah, that seems... grand theft auto six. It's going to be a mobile game. Oh gosh.
0: <laughs> They're not going to make a grand theft auto six. <laughs> They're just going to keep making five. <laughs> Zingo's going to work on the port to mobile.
2: Can be the or is new that Skyrim.
0: <laughs> It'll be the new Skyrim. <laughs> yeah. Uh This at the same time, I don't like it. I don't like the consolidation of the industry. I think it's not good for all these uh, indies. All are these the future anyways? Blobbing into a a big, huge, owned by one person kind of blob. I mean, how long before uh, what was what was the group that just bought? Tomb Raider. I can't remember what their name. Was. Oh, well, it's
2: not Esper, but it, Embracer or something. Embracer
0: it's... Group, yeah, that's what. Is. How long before Embracer Group comes and takes Take Two <laughs> from the shadows? Embracer Group will take everything soon. Soon, Embracer Group will be all of gaming or Tencent. You know, like that. That that seems to be the the route things are going. I I just don't like it. Uh, I I joke, but I I really don't think that it's good for the industry for all the consolidation. Cheesy, what are your thoughts? We're going to talk about it a bit more as well with the rumor mill, because there's even more consolidation happening behind yeah, the
1: scenes. I, I agree with you. I don't I don't really like it either. But from a consumption standpoint, it's kind of cool to see all these. Like, I'm not saying that I support it, but like as we're the ones that are buying into all of these things and they're able to put their different IPs into these games or have them crossover or, you know, like whatever it is that they want to do now. It's, it's the same thing, you know, that we're going through with the MCU, you know, I mean, that's all tied to one IP still, but we're seeing like multiverses and, you know, we're seeing crossovers and stuff like that. So I, I don't like it. Uh, but I can understand how it's fun, which is, Probably not the right way to put that, but it's, I don't know. Yeah, no, I, it's, I it's, it's gross is what it
0: is, but. I totally, totally agree with you. Like it's, it's like looking at it you're like, it's, it's really interesting. And, and there is some cool stuff that comes out of it with a lot of collaboration and crossovers and cross platforms. And also more money means more products. Hope, hopefully, um, but, but it also feels gross. Feels like Monopoly man running around (laughs) causing trouble.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's a little different when you look at like Nintendo acquiring next level games because they mainly have just been working for Nintendo. You know, they always kind of seemed like a Nintendo uh, developer. Mm -hmm. So that seems different. And like, I'm I'm more okay with that than having these
2: kind of just making it official
1: yes yeah
0: yeah but nintendo seems to prefer working that way i mean they work with so many companies that are essentially first party nintendo but aren't like monolith soft uh is, is a, a big example um there's there's a bunch that they they work with that aren't o- actually owned by nintendo but they make nintendo first party stuff all the time
1: yeah koi Ko- tecmo i would say is kind of going in that direction as well
0: At Bandai Bandai Namco. Yep, well, Yeah. Bandai is, around. is big too. Yep. Yeah. That's. So I, I, I kind of prefer that way, honestly, because then everything stays independent. Uh, and there's not this like consolidation of everybody under one ginormous corporate monster, <laughs> Uh, because problems arise coming that I've worked, I've worked for big corporations um, and worked for small businesses. And there's just a lot of problems that come working in a huge corporation. There's a lot of benefits, but on the flips, on the flip side, there's a lot of downsides uh, with the organizational chain um, issues,
2: getting things done quickly. Uh, Things seem to become less efficient. Yes. The more people become involved.
0: And it's just, a lot harder to get creative you start to kind of once once it's huge it starts to become very much we got we got to remain uniform across the organization and it's hard to maintain individualism within a giant organization so i guess we have the indies to fall back on these these indie groups uh and and small developers but it's just sad to see like the middle ground kind of all going away you're either getting bought up by a huge group or you are consolidating to be really small just disappearing that middle tier is leaving um and then the last bit of news here before we move into the rumor mill, where we'll talk more about this consolidation because there's a lot of rumored stuff with that. Uh, Pokemon Diamond and Pearl Sound Library will shut down at the end of May. So sure. you got just a few days, Two days to to check out the Pokemon Diamond and Pearl Sound Library, which is still up for download. And and you can... I, I have downloaded the entire, the entire uh, CD for for those things they come in like two CDs but they're just two folders with the soundtrack pieces in them. I don't know why they're doing this. Why? Like why shut down? It's only been up for a couple months. And I thought that like I was I was really excited. I was like this is the future. We're finally getting there. Nintendo's going to have their soundtracks up for people to listen to and you can go out and download it. And it'll be like a legit way to listen to the music of the games without having to play the game. You know, you can put it on your phone, or or put it on your Walkman, or <laughs> whatever <laughs> you're listening to music on. Um, yeah, that's it's it's kind of mind-boggling. And I, I was really hoping we were going to see more soundtracks come, not lose the one that they did
2: just where i'm at with it. Maybe they're just ma- making space for a different one.
0: Yeah, i don't know. <laughs> well, probably not. Maybe they maybe maybe Pokemon got shut down by Nintendo. They filed a copyright claim. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's that'd be terrible. Well, that is it for the news and let's move on to the next segment here and let's see what's cooking in the rumor mill. And in the rumor mill, geez, we didn't explain this to you, but we actually have uh, our own um, Pikmin that we send out. They we, we send them on missions. They bring back juicy rumor fruit and we we dissect it here. And the rumor mill Pikmin have brought us some fantastic stuff this week. That's awesome. I love that. Uh, <laughs> yes, they're, they, they are much
2: cherished. Uh, yeah, the Families of the fallen Pikmin don't love it quite as much. But what Pikmin have fallen in what Pikmin have fallen looking for rumors. Pikmin um, always fall on missions. You can't protect them all.
0: Oh, okay. This first one here is that EA was almost bought out by NBC Universal. This was uh reported on I saw this originally from Jeff Keeley, who said he had heard this from multiple multiple sources that EA was in the works to be purchased by nbc universal and the deal sort of all fell apart last month uh but that means ea is looking to be bought they, they and and that universal and nbc is looking to buy in the gaming space very weird very interesting uh, geez, you were, you were talking about this in the pre-show. Like what, 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 were, what were your thoughts? Like what, what did you think seeing this?
1: It's just a huge bummer. You know, we won't be seeing any uh, Madden stars at uh universal, you know, they're, they're theme parks. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I thought when I heard it, it's like, it's such a weird rumor. Cause like, why, why would they want to buy EA other than, you know, EA is basically just a, just for gambling um i mean they make a lot of money that way but i can't think of like what properties they would want to either turn into like a movie or a show to put into their theme parks or like what games do they want to keep growing
0: right it's like (laughs) i i mean nbc universal is so huge Mm -hmm. like just just absolutely massive and it's like hey we want to buy EA and listen, if EA is going to get bought up, I just hope it gets bought by someone who will actually put EA games on the switch. Like let's, let's hope for that. because, <laughs> like they put anything on the switch. Come on. Where's Sims? Where yeah. is
1: the Sims? Now I'm thinking Why? about Sims at universal and they're just like speaking to you in, in similar. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Do you need something or it's kind of freaking me out a little bit
0: oh yeah i i just thought this was like so bizarre um and very out of left field if this had been announced i would have been like what is what is even happening anymore uh, I i don't know uh and in the same vein warner bros and discovery merged recently and are potentially looking to sell warner bros games to reduce debt that warner bros has um And here are some of the reportedly interested parties. You ready for this? EA. (laughs) Someone's about to buy us, but we'll buy you first. (laughs) Uh, Take two. Again, we were just talking about that. Tencent, NetEase, PUBG Corp. And obviously, Sony and Microsoft are all reportedly interested in looking at scooping up WB Games Studios. I I don't I I I don't really want any of these people to have (laughs) these things I was like you know what if you just I guess they they're trying to sell it because they want to make money back on it but I'm like man I wish Warner Bros games would just break off and become its own thing you know
1: but yeah I don't know the Suicide Squad that got pushed back to 2023 is that right
2: um, Suicide Squad game?
1: The game, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah like, I, game. To be honest, I'm I not, hadn't
0: even heard about this. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I haven't followed Suicide Squad. I
1: was just it's... wondering if that's you know part of the reason as to why it got pushed back, if you know they knew that this you was have coming. have no money and... to make this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Didn't
0: Warner Bros. Uh, have something to do with scribble
2: Hmm. I want it. They've had I think they've had at least some like crossover thing. Yeah,
1: I know like Batman can show up in, in Scribble Knots, so that would make sense.
0: Yeah, I think I think they bought Scribble Knots and Warner Bros. Games uh bought bought that studio, but then that studio got shut down. I don't even remember the name of the studio. I'm like such a bad I'm like doing I'm like reading about it while <laughs> while talking about it on the on the cast. Uh it, they published it. Okay. That's that's the the deal. So Warner Bros. published uh, Scribblenauts showdown. And I, I'm assuming other games. I was like, I feel like, like I've like seen Scribblenauts, Scribblenauts Unlimited as well. And uh, I I don't know. And they also, I guess, work with the rights for the Harry Potter games. And there's, there's a lot of good IP there. I am very surprised that they are trying to pare this down. But we saw the same thing happen a number of years ago at Disney. Disney got rid of their in-house game development studios with Disney Interactive and all of the partnership there. And then just started licensing out to other companies. So maybe that's what Warner Bros is trying to do here. They're like, we'll sell off Warner Bros games uh, and, and just sort of partner with someone else who owns them so that we don't have to assess the risk and, and just, and take that. we just, somebody else's problem so here you go embracer group coming (laughs) here's another (laughs) golden opportunity get some cheap ips i didn't we need to form our own embracer group you know the the the, the, like the pals group and we we just buy up studios (laughs) that that we have real small studios (laughs) (laughs) how 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 you feel about a hundred bucks for warner Bros. games uh
1: you have a hundred bucks. Yeah,
0: I was gonna say, wait a second, I might be, <laughs> I might, I might be going a to little too high. Bucks. Wow, I need to work where you're working. Fish around in Micah's couch. Might be able to find something. We got, we got a couple, yeah, couple, but, couple I mean, ch- quarters.
2: Speaking of like WB games and whatnot, I I just gotta say, like the the Shaggy Ultra Instinct thing they apparently have in multiverses is like the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> they had that trailer. I very much enjoyed that, although it is super out of character. Uh, yep. Lpd
0: Lpd in chat uh, is coming in with the hard facts here, help helping me out on the research end. It says that the Lego games are all done by Warner Bros.
2: Oh yeah, uh, yeah,
0: and that's through Traveler's Tales and uh, Fifth Cell. That's the group I was thinking of for Scribble Knots. and yeah. Monkey Thunder says that we can offer about tree fifty for
1: for for the, for, the for three of us. Things. I think we all have a dollar. Oh, we just oh, need to figure oh, out bitching. who's putting in the fifty cents. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, someone in chat got fifty cents. Spot us. <laughs> uh, this, yeah, I, I don't. I, again, we've already talked about this, but I really don't like all this churn that is happening. It's freaking me out. It makes me feel like, is the industry okay? Is everything okay? Why is everybody selling out? <laughs> and why why is Xbox spending so much money? <laughs> like, what is happening? It's just weird. It's just weird. It feels like we're in this phase uh, and I, I've seen this because my family uh, has worked in the retail industry most of my life. They were in like retail management type stuff. And you saw this thing happen when Walmart and Amazon got big. Like they bought tons and tons of stuff and they put out their services, their their goods, extra cheap, like super cheap and continue to do that. Um, to some extent but then just closed everything else out of business like a lot of the small that that middle ground store i mean kmart gone you know uh albertson's i don't know if that's even still a thing like like there's a bunch of these like smaller mid-tier stores that disappeared um and and then they're the dominant force and so you pay the walmart price or you don't get what you need you know uh, there's still options, but it's just like so. I I am fearful that that is what is exactly happening here, and that Microsoft and Sony are playing Amazon, Walmart, um, and but then a, apparently Embracer Group's even bigger than those guys. You know, like there's. It just feels like it's going to kill the middle market, that that middle tier and they're going to come in like what game pass is doing. They're offering too good of a deal. It's too good of a deal. There's no way it's sustainable. There's no way it has. The price on that is just going to climb. It has to, I I can't, I I can't fathom how they will make their money back. Otherwise.
1: I mean, I I think that's, (laughs) that's probably how most like, not that Microsoft is a startup, but like game pass, (laughs) the, the idea, right. Um, they probably just have investors who are are throwing money and helping support it cuz I mean look at Netflix right now. They they are in so much debt, but they have to raise their prices like every 6 months.
0: Yep. And and they're they're huge as well. Like they, it's 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 wild. And and Amazon is the same way. It was like only recently they started making any sort of profit and it's so weird like the whole situation is like, yeah, we're still spending lots of money that we don't have, but uh, we're making money too. see. So I don't want to see this happen to the games industry. I don't, I, I just think that's, it's not good. Uh, and, but like in the store space, you have the mom, and pa shops start to pop up the indie scene in, in the grocery and retail space. These local businesses that uh, garner huge followings that help, like, like that's that's sort of what you see with the indie scene in the gaming space. So it's
1: just a little bit too similar, and I don't like it. (laughs) I'm uncomfortable, guys. There's there's a joke on uh, like Parks and Rec, and it's like later in the future. And they're like, yeah, come on down, get your burrito at the Verizon Exxon Mobile Chipotle. You know, that's it, that's <laughs> kind of what it feels like. We're going to be watching so many uh, different logos before the game even starts. It's going to be like Microsoft, but with Warner Brothers and and take two. And it's just like, can I play the game?
2: <laughs> well, you yeah. just got to go into the files and remove all those things.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah maybe that i've actually never
2: done that i've just been too lazy but i've heard (laughs) that some people like to do that
0: i mean yeah that that is the game it's like it's and and then it's like what uh taco bell employee simulator and it's just a big advertisement for taco bell and then it rolls
1: the credits and you're like i guess that was good (laughs) like
0: (laughs) (laughs) the dystopian future of gaming is just one giant pre-roll before the game starts yeah brought to you by bethesda in association with microsoft and in partnership with nintendo like (laughs) like all these things pop up and you never get the game
1: they were doing that for a while with the nba 2k where they would just throw in commercials before your uh your game would start that's terrible yeah (laughs) yep yep well
0: the rumor, the rumor mill Pikmin have done good work. This is, I mean, this is interesting stuff, but there is one more here. And I don't, I I think that this one is really interesting because uh, you are actually listed as, as one of the sources for this one, Cheesy. Splatoon 3 is rumored to have customizable apartments. And this comes from a tweet that Nintendo puts out or that Nintendo put out that said, uh, don't use this paintbrush in your apartment. I I don't even, I'm going to misquote the whole thing, but like, don't use it in your apartment. I had a roommate do that once and they lost their keys. (laughs) And, uh, with. apartment's just do do a, a
2: paintbrush <laughs> <laughs> i
1: think it was, it was like it security was... deposit but you know you can lose your oh, keys yeah, yeah. you don't you won't get your <laughs> yeah, yeah. keys anymore you can't enter the, the property i got it i understood Secure,
0: security deposit makes more sense i don't know where i got <laughs> keys <laughs> but this was like to to highlight a, a weapon that's going to be in the game but just decided to throw in apartments, which is something that has been requested by the Splatoon community for a while. Jeez, you. you you're more familiar with the the history of this. Uh, than I'm. I had not heard. I didn't know that people were clamoring for apartments. I, yeah. I didn't know people wanted that.
1: Yeah, this has been a long time. Um, I would say ever since the first Splatoon in that title screen, where it does show like an apartment, and there's like, uh, you know, they have their their gear. On the bed, there's like a laptop over here on this desk. And so I think it's always been kind of like this fan idea to bring in apartments. And if I'm being honest, I don't really know what good it would do, but like I can see it (laughs) being fun. Like maybe there is a way that you bring your friends over and they can see what you're doing. Um, Maybe it's like Mario Odyssey where, you know, you you uh, customize like the Odyssey, but you get to like organize it a certain way, or or it's just like collectibles, you know. Wait, that wait you just
2: you can customize the Odyssey, the Inside in of Mario it. Odyssey.
0: Yeah, and like you can buy you can buy stickers and
2: statues. Oh, okay. Yeah, I do remember that now. I <laughs> totally forgot about that. I'm like, wait a second. How did I not know about this? Wow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so uh, I remember the statues now. Yeah, everybody's wanting apartments in Splatoon Three. And it honestly makes sense if they were to add them because the team that makes Splatoon is the same team that made animal crossing Mm -hmm. and they're great with customization, you know, and, and, uh, bringing or like improving your, your living space. But again, I don't really know how that works with Splatoon. I guess maybe just with the world building itself, you know, they're we get to see inside of, you know, where they live, I guess. I don't know. Um,
0: I like the idea you had of like it being like a hangout spot because there's there is that aspect of the in the first and second game with the Splatfest where you get to hang out in the like in the streets during Splatfest Mm -hmm. and talk to other people like that would be cool to have an apartment building and you could like set up a lobby with your friends and maybe that's like where you wait for matches you're just hanging out in your your apartments.
1: I think like something. the other thing that it could be is instead of having menus for your gear, um and your, your weapon, that's it just takes you to the apartment. So it it's more mm-hmm. of uh you know switching from the closet and then over here is where you have your gear, and then maybe you do get some like collectibles that you earn for Splatfest or something, you know. Yeah. Did you
0: did you play Ninjala?
1: I did, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's like, kind like, of
0: like that's very much how they did it with their uh, with their. I, I mean, y- you are like the menu is the apartment, like right. you're in your own apartment that you get to adjust. But if you could customize that, that would be pretty cool. I yeah, it just uh, just a little touch. I I think that would that would add some personalization. That I mean, because Splatoon just oozes style. You know, it's like this. Uh, this is just what cool people look like. This is what <laughs> this, is, this is what cool people this look, is what like cool is, is, look like. Cool inklings look like. It is what the fashion obsessed people of Splatoon uh, are. Yeah, it's and and like to be able to somehow have more customization with that, I think would be a cool yeah. thing.
1: Yeah, I mean they've they have a ton of customization right now, and it seems like. Even eyebrows, people are noticing, are are different on Inkling's and Octolings. So maybe that is something that you can also customize. Um, the thing with the rumor of the apartments, though, is it w- it seems like it was just kind of a funny little joke that uh, the North American team mentioned, but the the Japan tweet does not mention apartments at all. So that Awkward. either means that yeah. <laughs> that North America just like threw in a word that they shouldn't have or it's Nintendo and they completely know what they're doing. They're good at trolling and they they know how to get their name in, in the spotlight. I don't know.
2: It, we'll it kind of just seems like a, a kind of, some kind of like throwaway joke thing.
1: It does. Uh, to yeah, me. <laughs> it does. <laughs> it,
2: yeah. it definitely does. But it would be cool. It's fun to speculate. I mean, it would be cool. Yeah, I mean, it, it'd be relatively fitting. For like how much customization they do have, and how much styling and whatnot you can do with your character, I think it would be cool. But I'd also spend very little time doing that, <laughs>
0: <laughs> just like you did in Animal Crossing. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, that. Uh, speaking of spending very little time, let's let's get out of this segment. Let's let's talk. The uh, next segment of our show, which is community submitted questions and topics in the community corner. I'm so great with the segues; they feel like I, like here's a brick wall. Next segment, let's go. <laughs> uh, but we have some questions this week, not as many as we we typically do, but that's probably a good thing because uh, we're we're running later than than we usually do. We're just having a good time uh two questions here actually this one's more of of a request from parbrand it says pull up an image of an axolotl please do it do you guys know what an axolotl is i i like, yeah. i don't actually know
2: it's like actually wooper. pretty sure whooper is an axolotl At wait an
1: axolotl based whooper looks like something actually
0: think so uh yeah this does look like a whooper okay i gotta get it up on screen somehow um boom there you go an axolotl and just you micah that you're the only one showing on screen because i switched scenes most of
2: you have my head because i'm wearing a green shirt
0: (laughs) yeah you're like green screened (laughs) 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 this is the this is the quality content here i it looks like a fish lizard It's cool. I like it. Thanks for, thanks for showing that to me, Parbrand. That is a Pokemon. That's what, that's what chat's saying. That is a Pokemon. Um, I don't think I've ever, like, where do these live? Have have Uh, you guys ever, like, I've never seen one of these. Are these like a a real thing you can go see? (laughs) It's made up. You can go see. (laughs) (laughs) This is made up. It's not real.
2: I mean, I, I don't know where they live. I don't think any live around where I do.
0: It's a type of salamander. And they are near extinction. Oh, that's sad. and they are uh, looks like mainly in Mexico. So, so there you go. If you want to go see an axolotl, that's that is super interesting. Thanks for the thanks for the topic, Parbrand. We'll move on to the next one here. This is a little bit more uh, gaming related. From Presto the Magnificent asks. What do you want to see at the summer direct? What do you think we'll see?
1: Well, we haven't My... seen a, a Zelda game yet.
0: So you think we'll see a Zelda for, for like holiday time period? I
1: don't know. I mean, like we've had a Zelda game every year. and yeah, Breath it's of the Wild it's supposed to be Breath of the Wild maybe. Right. But that got pushed back. Unless it didn't. And then I'm going to be really mad at Johnny Abo
0: and they 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 changed their mind and push it forward. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be.
1: They just lied to everyone.
0: <laughs> uh in chat we have Zelda Oracle Remaster. I have seen a lot of requests for an Oracle or uh, Oracle of Ages of Seasons done in Link's Awakening style. I don't know if they're going to do it though. That's that that's that would have already had to have been like planned. I think if they're looking to pull something out of the back pocket to fill the slot that Breath of the wild was supposed to fill, it's going to be twilight princess HD or wind waker HD. Right? Like, like that's, that's an easy, is it? Move it.
2: I don't know. Well, I think we, we those did have that news. Gonna
0: yeah. We did have that news bit last week where we were talking about how the skyward sword motion controls were apparently. Uh, took a long time to put in. But there's no mm-hmm. motion controls, and I mean there's there is in Twilight Princess technically, but it was also a GameCube game, so it was but that was just button mapped to a uh, swing. Um, so I I think that those are like just sitting on the shelf. Just if we have a gap, let's put this in there.
1: What is the gap though? Because that's gonna be that's the question. There isn't o- really a gap. Yeah, it's gonna be like <laughs> October or December. Yeah. Uh,
0: And will they fill that with another Zelda?
1: Because I mean, Nintendo has said that they they want a Zelda game every year. And so far, we have not had a Zelda game this year. And yeah, it it probably was supposed to be Breath of the Wild 2. But uh, I'm sure they had something else planned in the meantime. I just don't think then Nintendo's going to want to lose out on that Zelda money.
0: Yeah, that's true. But what if that's because they have uh, Mario money instead? What if what if we're getting the next 3D Mario game?
2: What if we're getting Metroid Prime Four? Whoa!
0: <laughs>
2: we're not. Yeah. What What do <laughs> that's, I want? That's, 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 that's the summer direct Metro Prime Four. What I think we'll get, not Metro Prime Four, unfortunately.
0: <laughs> yeah. What? Do, so I guess we'll we'll take these questions one at a time here. So cheesy. If you could get anything you want out of this summer direct, what what would you like to see most?
1: Probably a new Donkey Kong game. I, right. It is so weird that retro. Has not shown up on switch other than tropical freeze, but that was on the Wii U like retro is completely missing. And I know that they're busy with Metroid prime four, but I mean, we're like five years into the switch, so I, it would just be nice to see if retro is working on anything else or if they are just busy with uh Metroid prime four or if anybody else is, is working with uh, the donkey Kong assets. Yeah.
0: Yeah, there was that rumor a while ago that like internal they were making a new Donkey Kong game, but that never went anywhere. So maybe maybe it will surface that, that game. Are you a are you a want a two D or do you want three D?
1: I think I want a three D. I mean that's yeah, kind go. of what we're we're seeing on Switch. As much as I love two D games, Kirby was amazing. Okay.
0: Yeah, I'd be okay with like a Kirby Forgotten Lands yeah style three yeah. D Donkey Kong game, but I also think a rehash at Donkey Kong 64. I know a lot of people kind of smack on that one, but I, I, I thought it was really fun, and I think with some tweaks, make it less collect y and more more exploration. I think it could be a very fun game. So doing something like that, that'd be cool. Yeah. So Don- Donkey Kong for Cheesy. Micah,
2: Metroid Prime 4? Oh, easy decision. I even if they're just like we're still working on it and it's going well. It's another I just want to know idol. something's happening. <laughs>
0: another and logo.
2: Yeah. The longer it goes the more I'm like something has gone horribly horribly wrong and it's never going to happen.
1: Yeah. They're they're uh, going to show uh, a Metroid Prime 5 logo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're skipping 4 and going straight to 5. Yeah. I don't, I don't and even we've know scrapped development and we're that. starting over. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, would be, that would be pretty terrible. So for me, I, I, I think what I want is I, I would like the next 3D Mario, whether that's Mario Odyssey 2 or a new Mario game. What I want is true open-world Mario. Like, I want Breath of the Wild. But with Mario. That's what I want. And then um, I would love as a bonus to see uh Zelda Wind Waker and Twilight Princess HD come. I think that those are inevitable. I, I don't know why they would not port those because they were on the Wii U, which just flopped. And so it's just it's easy money. I don't I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Don't know how else to say it. Like they've ported everything else. And it's not like those ones are held back by, like Nintendo Land problems, where it's like this is so reliant on the gamepad. They're not. They were. They 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 are not reliant on the gamepad almost at all. So just bringing those over should be pretty easy. So that's what that's what I want. But what do we think we'll see? I think we will see. Let's see. We have Splatoon coming in July. So I, I think we'll September September yeah. Why did I think it was July? Because I, I flipped the dates. Because um, Xenoblade is now June? Uh, July. July? Yeah. Xenoblade is July. My goodness. Okay. So I think we'll see those games. They're going to be like, hey, reminder, Xenoblade 3. And then we'll see probably a, a much bigger look at Splatoon 3. Like, like, a, like a deeper dive. They're going to have the whole segment. They're going to have, I can't remember his name. He'll get up and he'll pose with the three... the lab the scientist uh will come will come on and do do a spiel there so i think i think we will see that uh i do think there will be a new title announcement that they are planning for that october slot i don't know if it's going to be as big of a game as we're all hoping
1: (laughs) you don't think uh, bayonetta three
0: Oh, I did forget Bayonetta 3, and that actually f- fits perfectly for October. That's like a very October-y game. Mm. All right, well, Cheesy, you got it. That's 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 <laughs> what I think will happen. Bayonetta 3 in, in, in the October time, time frame. We'll also probably see more on Pokemon, although they tend to like to do their own thing in their Pokemon Presents, but we'll probably see stuff on it. And I do think that there will be a game that is Nintendo first party that launches in the same time period time frame as po- the new Pokemon games. Mm. That's not going to be a solo holiday title. Pokemon never really is by itself. It sells crazy, so I don't know why they do this. <laughs> like, it seems it seems weird, but they they tend to release other games around the same time period as Pokemon. Like they operate independently on schedules.
2: At least from what I've seen. That's because people are going to buy Pokemon anyways, so... It's yeah, true. So if that's the case, then maybe we will see a
0: um, November release of a of of like a new Mario or something something along those lines. Maybe it's time for another two
2: D Mario game. That's that's what we'll get. What do you? I feel you, like, what, I feel we'll like it's about time to hear about another Mario game. I mean, Odyssey came out like five years ago.
1: Yeah, that's
2: a pretty if good it, amount of time.
1: If it is a 2D Mario game, my dream is for uh, the 2D levels that were like in Odyssey and how they would wrap around walls or that was upside down. Like, give me a full game of that. That would be cool. That'd be super cool. I think that uh, it
0: would be really cool for a full game to be in the style of the Mario 3D world in Mario Maker. Hmm. Where it's, it's that like... 3D, but that's 2D side scroller, and it has the 3D Mario mechanics like long jumping and backflips and stuff. I think that could be pretty. And then cool. throwing
2: Cappy just for fun.
0: That would oh Cappy in a 2D game that would be really fun. I, there's there's so much you could do there. uh I do like the 3D cube cube idea though because that was so fun in Odyssey. It was like yeah. anytime those 2D segments were really fun. Um. And then besides that, I'm trying to think because the switch has been the place to revive franchises. Like let's bring it on here. It's going to get yes, the switch. Zero. Button.
2: Could it happen? Punch out. Punch out. Star Fox, maybe. I do mean, Star Fox isn't dead. It hasn't been that long. Um, it's been the Wii U.
1: Ice Climbers. I, I yes, want an Ice please. Climbers game. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There I you think go. I
0: can now you guys are best friends. Comments. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, Mike is the biggest Ice Climbers fan I know. I've Probably like never even
2: I've I've played like seven minutes of Ice Climbers. Balloon Fight 3D.
0: Balloon Fight 3D. You know what? I, there's, then there's some like smaller series that I think I think we could see make a comeback. Custom Robo would be a really cool one. Uh, they had a game on the DS and uh, also a Gamecube title, and both of those were really fun. I think that would that would translate well to switch and um yeah, that's what I think we'll see i I think we will see a big new title that's gonna be like a nintendo first party something i it's like super vague I know, but i I do think bayonetta for October cheesy is like nailed that one anything else cheesy what what do you think we'll see anything uh,
1: It's really interesting because I feel like we do know everything that's pretty much coming out this year. I mean, even Rabbids. I mean, that's got to be, I'm thinking August, but like we still don't know. Um, It almost seems... What was that?
2: Uh, Sorry, I I keep forgetting about that one, even though I'm excited for it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, we still don't know anything. We just Um,
2: haven't heard anything in a while.
1: I think a lot of it is going to be uh, content updates. Like we probably will see something for... um, Mario Party Superstars, more boards, more games, characters, maybe. Um, uh, they'll probably talk about the expansion pack in some kind of way. Um, I'm I'm hoping that Switch Sports Resort is a thing. I think that would be awesome to get some of those sports back and maybe Wahoo Island. Um, Are
0: you thinking a sequel or DLC?
1: Just DLC, you know, the yeah, same way okay. that they did... Uh, uh, what was it happy home paradise
0: yeah i'm I'm hopeful for that same thing i I don't think that's a weird i i a, a a an unrealistic prediction i think I think that
1: makes a lot of sense, but we know that they'll show some games that are coming out in twenty twenty three so I don't know it it's gonna be interesting like they almost really don't need to have one. I want them to have one, but they don't need it,
0: yeah. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I I think what we really need right now, though, is some firmed updates. There's so many things that just have the nebulous 2022. And Nintendo's been really digging the, like, drop a tweet. Here it is. It's coming this date more than doing a, a direct presentation. Because you got to think, with their E3 presentation, they're also going to have a treehouse that will show off something. So in this treehouse, it'll probably be Xenoblade and Splatoon. Right, like those are the ones that are coming up coming up closest, so they'll show off some gameplay from those. Uh yeah. I I do think we may see some Metroid Prime Four stuff. It's about time. And it'll be coming like next year.
2: It'll it'll be dated for next year. Will it be next year though? Or will it I be about three years out?
0: I don't I don't know why they like I mean Cheesy said it earlier. What is retro doing? <laughs> like, they, they haven't been working on anything else as far as we know.
2: I just ch- I just need some sort of update to know it's still happening.
0: In chat we have I, I didn't even think about this one, but a revival of Golden Sun. Maybe it's oh, time yeah. for that. That would that would be interesting. The only problem with that is I feel like we're loaded on our on turn based RPG games uh, for for the coming year. Uh, with with live alive and xenoblade um so i i don't i don't know i that would be a 2023 i think if if they did
1: and i forgot about advanced wars but i think that's probably getting pushed back in 2023 mm-hmm. unless yeah. like, like december yeah i don't know yeah
0: that's that is such a weird one because it's done <laughs> it's just that one's that's on the shelf waiting to fill a slot where it will be culturally appropriate to do right. so. Yeah. And yeah, that's, it's,
2: that's a hard one.
0: Micah, you got any other, you got any predictions
2: on things that you think we will see? Uh, I, th- I think y'all have hit on all of them. All right. And added a couple.
0: <laughs> and added a couple.
2: Yeah. That I think that I think have a, a pretty decent chance of happening.
0: Um, I was going to say, maybe we'll see more on the Mario Bros. movie, but that, that got pushed back, so no. Pro- probably not see any of that. So Miyamoto won't be there at all. He's only working on that movie now. <laughs> um, I could, could we see more Breath of the Wild 2? First time in a while?
1: I don't see why not. I don't know. Uh, They said early 2022 or 2023. They
2: they said summer, didn't they?
1: Oh, I don't know. Am I wrong?
2: Or maybe it was spring. It might have been spring. And it was spring. It was spring. Which starts actually like early June or something weird. I don't remember. Yeah. It started like ends like. Way more into what I thought summer was.
0: (laughs) Um. The thing with that, if I'm trying to remember like the release time frame for the first game, like when we got the f- the first big trailer for Breath of the Wild, that was at an E3, was it not?
1: Yeah, I mean, they yes, were, that was and then it, 2019. And then it re- was 2019 because that was the no. same year as uh Banjo and Animal Crossing being announced for no, no, 2020. No, no, I'm sorry,
0: I I'm, meant I'm first Breath of the Wild, not not the sequel. Like,
1: oh, sorry about I was, that.
0: I was like what <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. out, because i feel like they first showed like a gameplay trailer for breath of the wild at the e3 prior to it launching on the switch or game awards was it the game awards i'm just i'm just like trying to connect in my mind like is it too early for them to show that gameplay I, trailer because
2: it, it seems like it might be a little early but they won't have next summer because it will already be out by that point. So
0: Yeah, well, if, if it's not at this E3, it's going to be in like an October, November timeframe direct that they'll show, and that will be the big one to get you hyped for for that. And, and that actually makes a lot of sense. It'll push for Black Friday holiday sales of the Switch because you'll be excited for Zelda. All those people that bought it on the Wii U and are holding out... They didn't buy a Switch because they're like, I already got my
1: Zelda. <laughs> they're out there, <laughs> all ten my, yeah. of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Mario Kart, Mario Kart DLC is probably going to be
0: announced. Easy. That's yeah. that's that's oh, like yeah. a, that's like for sure. There's going to be some Mario Kart tracks shown. Uh, hopefully that answers your question, Presto. Not very exciting. We we want what everybody wants, and we think. What just about everybody thinks <laughs> this is coming. We're, we're taking some uh, easy, easy bats here. Uh, but that is all the questions that we have in the community corner. So let's move to the last segment of our show and let's go into the PAL topic. As I hit the actual sound button, here we go. see you're highlighting a question i missed so maybe we maybe we'll go back to do that question before we before we go into it this is just kind of merge into the pal topic a little bit uh so professional (laughs) This (laughs) this is this is how it how it goes so this isn't exactly a question but presto also asked i want you guys to try and explain the kirby lore with no help from chat so uh, I actually feel like I know a, a hefty amount of Kirby lore. So, Micah, I'm going to turn this one over to you first. Could you explain the lore of Kirby? To, with, with no help. No, no chat help. Nobody nobody out there
2: help. Um, uh, Yeah, uh, Kirby is actually a Chaos Incarnate. And he comes from the Lovecraftian Cthulhu-verse.
0: it's not far off <laughs> it really is pretty close
2: <laughs> and that's all I got
0: uh cheesy do you know much about the like a lore behind Kirby? I, you're you're a big you're a big game lore guy from yeah from I would I've say seen. that
1: Kirby is a piece of gum that somebody blew <laughs> into a bubble <laughs> uh no I mean he's a god um and I don't understand him. He can start up a car and, and start up light bulbs and how he's he's magic. Um, <laughs> no, I really don't know that much about the Kirby lore. Uh, I was just playing um, Forgotten Lands. Really enjoyed that game. I played some Kirby games before that game came out, but no, I couldn't tell you anything about the lore, really. So I, I know
0: brief bits here. I'm not going to explain it very technically savvy, but essentially Kirby comes from this, like... Mike is not far off with it. Like this big matter of of stuff. And Kirby is kind of the incarnate of feelings of joy and happiness and, and goodness. But there is another piece of that that breaks off and becomes a big evil eyeball monster um and and that serves as some of the the antagonist forms of that serve as, as antagonists uh at the end games you know every game every game that's worth playing ends with you taking down A godlike being, (laughs) right? Like, like that's. I mean, I mean, I feel like that's that's pretty standard in video games. You know, you fight, you you defeat the evil king, and then it's like, oh, twist! Now you have to fight God, like that. And Kirby is no different. Uh, So he, King DDD, is working to. He's 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 like, kind of a weird. Uh, sometimes Kirby's friend, sometimes enemy. Most of the time he is being the enemy. He is secretly trying to keep the kingdom and world safe. Uh, And in one of those cases, I think he's, he's holding the star rod and trying to keep it safe as Kirby tries to get it. And, and that unleashes a Cthulhu like demon. Uh, So King Dedede was not wrong in that case. Um, I, I really haven't played enough of the games to to really know all the ins and outs, but that seems to be what happens a lot is some cutesy character comes in and goes, Kirby, help me, King DDD has stolen the magic mirror. And then Kirby comes and goes, all right, let's just beat up every Waddle D. Meta Knight's like, no, you stop, don't do that, and then you fight Meta Knight, you beat up Meta Knight, you get to King DDD, you take out King DDD, and you get the magic mirror for the cutesy creature, and the cutesy creature goes, You fool. I was the enemy the whole time. And then turn unleashes some monster demon thing that you have to banish back to the dark world. (laughs) That's Kirby lore in a nutshell. uh but there is a connected universe and there there actually is like the games don't seem like they have a connected storyline but they do and if you look into like the character portraits and read the cards uh of the different characters you'll learn the connected history and kirby apparently takes place in like a post-apocalyptic like world there there are points where he goes to very human-like worlds that have no people on them uh forgotten lands being one of those (laughs) it's like this weird abandoned city uh in in a different dimension i haven't finished it so i don't really know how that all connects yet but i'm excited to learn who'd have thought
1: kirby has some some deep lore (laughs) i mean even if you made it up sounded good
0: yeah it
2: does
1: <laughs> uh it's that's like super
0: super high level uh noob understanding but that's that's basically what i've gotten and it, yeah cur- that's why when Elphalin was first introduced people were like oh that's a bad guy Elphin's gonna be a bad guy because marks um mag megal magalore Magalor? ended up being just like absolutely they, they trick Kirby into doing the dirty work and that's like you spend most of the game doing the thing and then up oh, just kidding i was the bad guy the whole time so elflin fit the bill i don't know if he actually turns out to be evil no spoilers here i don't know but now we can move to the pal topic <laughs> which which is also going to deal with some lore but lore that I really don't have a lot of info on, and we're gonna be leaning into cheesy here. Hopefully, he was like, "Oh, I studied beforehand," so hopefully, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, we're not gonna throw too many wild uh, shots here at you. But we want to talk about upcoming Splatoon. There seems to be a lot of fan theories about the story now. Brief synopsis: I know that Splatoon's lore goes a lot deeper than surface level. Very similar to Kirby. Like what you what you're doing, you're like oh playing games or painting and stuff. Nah, nah. There's there's like this is a post apocalyptic world. Yeah. That that squids came on into and there's like humans humans wiped out. They built AI that is evil and like I I could you give us just like a quick synopsis? I don't know if that's <laughs> even possible uh, of like yeah. the Splatoon lore leading into Splatoon three.
1: So basically what Splatoon is about is 12,000 years ago, uh, humans went extinct because of climate change and oceans were rising in the art book. They're in their fifth world war. So like, this is something that isn't really mentioned in the games. So it's always hard to, you know, if if that's canon or not, because it's like a a, a manga series that's in the art book. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So, they're uh humans are at war, you know, they're they're tearing the planet apart. And uh because uh the oceans are rising, uh well there there weren't humans for ten thousand years. Two thousand years later, there's uh squids that are evolving into inklings and octos evolving into octolings and octarians, and um they are claiming the remaining dry land, and uh, it becomes the Great Turf War because you have these two sides that are just trying to claim their their side. Um, most say that the Inklings won that war against the Octarians, and the Octarians have to go live in underground domes that are collapsing and um now the octarians are going after the zapfish which powers basically all of inkopolis and i guess maybe now splatsville i don't know we'll have to see so like in a way you look at these uh octarians and and octolings like they've always been looked at as the bad people but maybe they were just trying to provide for their kind and you get the lens of the inklings being good
0: yeah, which which you really get with the Octopass expansion, you kind of yes. see like, oh, this yep. is what this is what it's like to be an Octoling in this world. The yeah, lower the lower class, literally because they're living under uh, underground. Which, yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, it, it covers a lot of uh, heavy topics that you know you probably wouldn't expect for a Nintendo game. But if you like really dive deep into the lore, um, there's there's a lot that they are trying to to tell you. So Splatoon, the developer, Nogami, um, he has said that it is a reflection on our reality. So there's a lot of influence from, uh, nineties and eighties culture. Um, Mm -hmm. the music is that way, the, the clothing, um, uh, like Pearl and Marina, they, um, look a lot like, um, uh, Tupac and Biggie. Um, and so there's always a lot of influences, but, uh, with, you know, how, how our planet is today is not the best. So they, they, they are telling that story within a video game that is for kids. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And leading into the third game is interesting because we have, the return of the mammalians, which is like a a point that they have highlighted pretty heavily is going to be what the story is based around. And the mammalians appear to be these furry creature things. Uh, And that's where there's, there's a lot of theories coming in, coming, coming about this We're like, what what does that mean? Are humans actually gone? Maybe they're going to come back because the only Traces left of human civilization are we have Judd, uh, who, who was cryogenically frozen,
1: yes. And the only human that we really know about within Splatoon is the scientist or the professor, the professor, yeah.
0: Judd's um, owner, yes, fr- prior to cry cryo freezing,
1: yes. Yeah. And he has, um, uh serum that makes him immune that at least is talked about in the art book so again you don't get that kind of information in the game though maybe they'll talk about that in splatoon 3 because it does seem to be really around judd and little judd um who is a clone of judd um and he doesn't seem good to me so i think that's
0: (laughs) That's what, I've seen a lot of people that are like little Judd is evil. He's it, maybe it's those Kirby guys, you know, they're coming over and they're like, we don't trust, we don't trust cute little creatures. Anymore. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. There's a, there's a lot that points to little Judd, maybe not being so great in Splatoon three. I mean, he's always rooting for the bad guys in Splatoon two and which is, you know, you just have your sides. Like there's the good guys, there's the bad guys, but he's always rooting for the bad guys. Uh, Nintendo has put out some, um, uh, like character, uh, info charts, I guess. Um, and with little Judd, it says like, how could you know what I want? I didn't even ask to be born. You know, I'm just a clone (laughs) of you. So it's, uh, and in the art book, it actually says that little Judd is just waiting to stab Judd in the back. He's waiting for his turn. What? What? (laughs) Yeah. Little Judd. Little Don't Judd. do this. Don't yeah.
2: do it, little Judd. You could be, you could be. I mean, he's, he's in his like teenage angsty years. Maybe yes. he'll grow out of it.
0: Yeah. So you said, you said he has a serum that makes him immune
1: to what? Uh, Well, Judd is probably like 12,000 years old. Immune because 18, if you think about like when humans were living, that was 12,000 years ago. And now we're in the mollusk era, which is 10,000 years from now so yeah
0: yeah so so he does not age he's immortal essentially yes yeah so here's the first theory that we have here i'm not familiar with this character but because we're getting return of the mammalians uh one theory out there is that mr grizz yes will be a villain because mr grizz is a mammalian
2: potentially i mean he's a grizzly bear right that like racial profiling though (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't want to judge him just because he's also a mammal here
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah so i mean the thing is is uh we don't know who mr grizz is uh mr grizz works for um uh, uh grisco and uh they they do uh the salmon runs um, and so they hire Inklings and, and Octolings to go out and kill the Salmonid. Um, and you don't really know why. The the only thing that we know is there was a kind of a we want you kind of ad. And uh, doing this will build a brighter tomorrow. So we really don't know why we're doing it. Um, and the only thing you see of Mr. Grizz really is like a wooden... Radio that is carved into a bear, and he's like holding okay. a salmon in his mouth. So we don't actually know who Mr. Grizzly is. Not even a grizzly. Yeah, kind exactly. Which I'm kind of hoping for. I think the Splatoon team is is more clever than that. And like even just leading up to Splatoon Two, if you look into the art books or like any of the uh like uh, guidebooks, they just say he's mysterious. They don't really say too much about him. So that should lead a lot into Splatoon 3. I think there's going to be multiple bad guys in Splatoon 3.
0: Oh, okay, well I haven't heard that. So what what are you who do you think the other bad guys will be? Do you think Mr. Grizz is a villain character?
1: I do. I think it could be possible that little Judd is like running the whole thing as Mr. Grizz
0: he is mr gris <laughs> maybe
1: i don't know there's a uh, dj octavio who is mm-hmm. the bad guy in both splatoon one and splatoon two um so maybe he comes back and with the final fest artwork which was uh, a splat fest that they had at the end of splatoon two was uh chaos versus order and chaos right. one but with all of those they had special uh pieces of artwork and one of them has little Judd and d j Octavio together, and it says something about like they are going to create a chaos of a firestorm, something like that, and they were on team chaos um does that lead into anything or was that just fun like little promotional artwork I don't know um there is also um Oh no. There's a there's a character in Octo Expansion, but that game just came out, so maybe it's it's oh, yeah, good yeah, that it's, I don't remember the name uh, because uh
0: It's something AI, the, the ro the robot. Yes. The the goop robot.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh Commander Tartar. Yes. Yes.
0: Yeah. yeah, Commander Tartar. And there's there's uh definitely evidence to support that he didn't actually die in right. the in in the octo expansion which spoilers for those that haven't played it you take out (laughs) captain tartar or yeah uh so then a couple other theories here i i hadn't heard of this either arc polar arc polaris was uh a level i guess that you could play as in original Splatoon, and it's theorized that that was like an actual arc for human survival during the floods and that's that's what it was for and they have teased the ruins of arc polaris which sort of looks more like a landing station so there are people out there theorizing that the Ark may be coming back
1: hmm. in some form so uh yeah arc polaris was a uh, salmon run stage in splatoon 2 And all you see in the background, I mean, it's not like you're playing on it or anything. It's just in the background um, is a a shuttle that has just crashed. So those were the humans that were trying to get up to space. And I mean, it doesn't look like they made it. looks like there was some kind of failure. Um, And uh it does seem like maybe Splatoon three is taking us to space because there is a rocket ship that is shown in the, in the trailer. Yep. Um, or that the
0: mammalians are coming from space.
1: It's possible. Yeah.
0: Like something like that. Cause this, this was another theory. And uh, this, this will be like the last one that, that I have scrounged up and found, but that the humans did go to space. And they, you had the Arc Polaris, which was not successful, but there are other ships that were successful, and they are living somewhere in space. Uh, maybe they continued human civilization on the moon or something hmm. like that. Uh, and, or, or that humans sent mammal test subjects to space, and that is what becomes the mammalians. And that comes from a lot of like Russian uh text and things in in the montages and teasers, which and, and it, it feels very centered around like the uh, space race and, mm-hmm. and that, that time period. There's like a lot of with the rocket and all that stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I, I really don't I don't know enough about the history of the space race or about Splatoon's lore to really like piece all those puzzle pieces together, but it seems like there there's definitely some involvement in the story with space.
1: Yeah. It, it which, seems like it. Which is
0: just so bonkers <laughs> to think about. <laughs> like this is where Splatoon's going, huh? Like, yep. Space. Uh, yeah.
1: You know yeah, we'll see. I mean I the, the team is so creative that I'm sure they have everything really thought out. It's like you don't really get a lot of this in the gameplay of Splatoon. You know, it, it's really, if you're just paying attention to what the characters may be saying, it's the um, the scrolls that you collect along the way that will give you some backstory. Um, otherwise, you know, it's just a fun, colorful shoot-shoot game. You know, like that's, yeah. that's what it looks like.
0: Yeah, LPD in chat says, I would love for Kirby, Pikmin, or Star Fox to cross over with
1: Splatoon. All four
0: all four could be post-human extinction type.
1: Yeah, yeah. Pikmin would be really cool. Um there's a there's a theory going around right now. Uh, Procharo, who is a pretty big Splatoon player in the community, um made a YouTube video that Splatoon 3 is more of a sequel to Splatoon 1. Which makes a lot of sense because a lot of people weren't able to play Splatoon 1 since it came out on the Wii U or didn't have the opportunity to play it. Um, and that's really where a lot of the lore starts. So uh, if you were just picking up Splatoon 2 and you're not really familiar with the backstory of it, you know, you kind of have to do your own research. So it could possibly be that um, that they're trying to like catch people up on the lore plus a little a little more, you know, it's not just going to be like yeah. a rehash of Splatoon one. Uh, I've been meaning to make a TikTok on it though, because I do think that there's some kind of time travel that's happening because the hero that we play as in the new story mode is new agent three. And agent three was the character that we played as in, um, in the, the first, first game. game. Mm-hmm. And it seems like agent three is in Splatoon three, but is taking over um captain cuttlefish's position he's, he's retired now so it seems like agent three is now the leader of the Squidbeak splatoon army um but it doesn't make sense why they would want us to play as the new agent three why why is why can't it be a different character because in splatoon two you play as agent four so there's something weird there where it's like it it almost going back to that theory that Procharo was saying. It seems like they kind of want to bring you back to like the first story. Maybe we learn more about the the war that the humans had and uh and the actual flood. Um I don't know, but I'm yeah. I'm really excited.
0: The only thing I can see wrong with that is is the Mammalians don't fit into that puzzle at all. Like like they weren't they weren't present in the first game, or mentioned, or or, or the Mammalians yeah. mentioned.
1: Well, unless we go back further in time. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know.
0: So are they be just be are they just going to be a stand in for what the um, Octavians or the Oct?
1: octarians
0: octarians Octarians, not octavians uh the octarians were and they're just like a new thing for that i like are they gonna pokemon it you know like oh (laughs) it's team rocket and now it's a team came after team rocket just team rocket (laughs) again and then it was i guess it was uh team aqua and team magma were next it's like oh now it's Team Aqua uh, now it's Team like and they all essentially serve the same purpose but slightly different and yeah. then you can play the same plot every time. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's Pokemon. <laughs> uh, I I yeah I I I could see I could see them doing that though like basically doing a retelling of Splatoon one so that you can get caught up on that lore. Um,
1: I don't know though. I'm really excited for the, the story mode because after octo expansion, it really feels like they, they hit, they hit gold with that Mm -hmm. and and how they want their IP to grow. I mean, Splatoon makes a ton of money in Japan, so they know how important this new IP that came out 2015. I mean, it's still really new. Um, and, and they know where they want it to go, how they want it to look. Um, So the story mode, I think, is going to be a lot of fun. It's going to look really good. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Well,
0: Micah, I don't don't know if you have anything you want to contribute towards the towards the potential lore stuff in Splatoon 3. I know you're excited for the game. You and I are both planning on picking it up.
2: Yep. Yeah, I mean, I don't really know much. I mean, I had heard some theories that the Octarians won't actually be bad guys in this one and they might also be they might help the inklings to like stop the mammalian threat or whatnot but who knows I'm hopeful. a lot for of that. them seem to be afflicted by that because it's it can be like spread through it's some like ooze or something isn't it
1: yes I forget what it's called it's some kind of goo like colorful goo um, that are little salmonid Companion that will be tagging along with us can eat up and it will like clear paths. So, and also I mean, eat the fuzzy Octarians. So, who knows? I mean, Splatoon yeah, is weird. Yeah, unless
2: they're <laughs> just trying to power up the Octarians with this mammalian thing or whatnot. But, right. Who knows? Yeah. It,
0: it, and it would make sense too, because that would give you the ability to play as Octolings, which I think was a fan favorite. Mm hmm. Uh, Addition to, to having them in the game, so that would be cool. I, I like that. I like that idea. Well, that about wraps up the show. So I guess before we before we head out of here, cheesy, one more time. You want to give a, a plug for all your stuff? Where can people find you on the internet? And uh, yeah, well, where, where 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 do we send people?
1: Yeah. Well, thank you for having me. Uh, first off, you guys are great at this. And uh, really (laughs) organized. I had a lot of fun.
0: That's the first time someone said that to us. So we appreciate it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, You can (laughs) find me on on TikTok, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, uh, CheesyC64, C-H-E-E-Z-Y-C-64.
0: Nice. And uh, I'll give a second plug here. I definitely recommend checking out his TikTok if you haven't already. Um, You're streaming over there as well, right?
1: I am. Yeah, I'm doing um uh, TikTok Tuesdays. So 6:30 nice. Mountain Standard Time if you're interested. I'm probably playing Splatoon, but you know, whatever the community wants over there. It, it is it is wild compared to Twitch. It's it's a lot of fun. Yeah.
0: And you're also on Twitch and uh and on on Twitter, so yeah, oh. check check them out on all the platforms everybody. They they're all great. Uh, if you want to find us on the interwebs, you can find Nintendo Pals by searching Nintendo Pals on any platform. Uh, we are on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and discord. (laughs) I was like, what, what platform am I missing? Discord. Join up our community discord. Links to all of that stuff will be in the description. And yeah, you just go out and Google search Nintendo Pals. You'll find us. You'll find us. Uh, we are super excited to be hitting our two- year anniversary here in just a couple days. So we'll have a bonus episode coming uh, as part of that. but this one was uh, this is more of our regular our regular scheduled programming. So yeah, tune back in for that. Uh, we'll be going live sunday the 29th for the special extra stream our extra podcast and uh don't forget that we're doing a giveaway if you haven't already give us a sub on youtube and follow us on twitch and then post tag a friend hashtag nintendo pals bday and with that micah you know what i am forgetting something i was about to ask you am i
2: forgetting anything
0: I want to give a shout-out and thanks to our buddy, Roger Pollard, for the intro and outro music used in each and every episode in the Temple Pals podcast. If you want to check out more of his stuff, check out his website, rogerpollard.com, and links to that will be in the description. Fantastic stuff. He's always looking for commissions, so check it out. And with that, we'll turn it
1: over to Cheesy for a closing remark. We need a new Ice Climbers game. It's going to it happen. We'll talk to you Stun all day. next episode.